Um, Go okay. to it. <laughs> so um, today we are joined by the wonderful and world-renowned Alicia Boomstick Bay. Um, she will be sharing some of her awesomeness with us. So uh, I want to thank you first and foremost for joining us today. Thank you, Alicia. Having um, me. So uh, as always, the purpose of the podcast is just to share people's perspectives and experiences in the hope to add value and help enrich other people and uh, be an agent for positive change in their local and you know, large communities. Awesome. Um, I met you some years ago and uh, two of the things that stuck out to me was you were off the cuff, meaning like you were not filtered and you were real and you had a bubbly personality to you. Like a lot of times when you meet new people you know, you kind of like meet the representative and they're trying to like fill you out. Like, oh, how much should I open up? Or do I like this person? You're like, hey, this is me. You, fuck, you fucks with it or not? And I was just like, you know what? I'll fuck with it. Because she's just hurt. Uh, you you know what? Of- it's really, really hard not to be myself. I, I've, It's taken me a very, very long time to learn to love myself. I had to unlearn a lot of things. It's a process, yo. You, we learned some bullshit right growing up. <laughs> I'm kind of flying. I like this shit. Like, uh, it's it's weird. Um, you get you get I, I you gave me an extra medium shirt, so I don't know if that was sexual harassment or not. But that shirt was damn near small as hell. I couldn't That's breathe. The last one I had, I was like, you gave me a like a three two XL. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's sleepwear. It was sleepwear. It was sleepwear for you. <laughs> sleepwear. But I appreciate. it. I still got the shirt. I wear it when I'm working out. When I want to impress this. You know, special lady, I put it on on my, on my chest. It's all vascular. Yeah, just... like the male crop top. Just like cut the bottom. There's <laughs> a male crop top. <laughs> a male, no, no <laughs> quick uh, appendage draws with that one, yo. It's just stuck. Um, so <laughs> I wanted to come on because uh, I, uh, I've i been following you and interacting with you for a while. And I see that you're always doing new stuff. And I wanted to get you on because a lot of, if you look at my podcast, there's a lot of guys, which... Guys are okay at all, but women, we know they're way much, they're cooler. It's just what is, it's just a fact. Women got the juice, they got the juice. So um, I'm happy you're on because it lends a different perspective. Um, So many people think, you know? (laughs) So many people think the 2A is about what? Old white men, right? Republican ass, Jesus. Yeah, Republicans, you know, it's crazy. And um, there's so much more to being a 2A advocate than that. So I was like, I gotta get you on so you can share a different perspective and let people know because like outside the u.s we even talk about americans they think all americans are white people like you know people white say co- in colorado that we have dirt roads and had <laughs> <laughs> you guys all live on reservations up a mountainside like, like straight up like you, people you have electricity like, over there you have electricity you know, colorado they're like what part of colorado i was like uh small town colorado i'm from i grew up in denver right Went to college in Boulder. I lived in small town Colorado. People were like, you ain't from Colorado. I'm like, like Yo, you I'm got like, electricity over there? Is that electricity? Like, I don't have a cowboy hat. And it's like, because I have a cowboy hat. He did take that buckwheat straw out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, man. But I do work at rodeos, too. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> Yo, uh, all right. So um, let's start off with some of the basics. Uh, introduce yourself. Introduce what you're working on right now. And how can people reach out to you in terms of like supporting you and following you and stuff like that? Uh, give me all your money. I love <laughs> I love Venmo money. Uh, yeah, the Boomstick Babe or at Boomstick Babe for everything. The only the it's at the Boomstick Babe on IG because some other broad has my stuff and I gotta 
I'm gonna come in now. I'm gonna come in and move here in a bit. And be like, I just copy right it now. All right, all right, all right. Come, come off it. So, uh, what am I doing with my life? I am. Well, let's put it this way. I got really tired of seeing how things were in this world for me. Um, and I'm a person that's not about focusing on problems. I'm a person that's focusing on solutions. I don't want to hear you, bitch. I want to hear what you're doing to change it or else I don't want to hear it. So I have to hold myself to that same standard. And my father passed away seven years ago and my, my father was my shooting buddy. So now I'm shooting, but I'm shooting a lot. So it's like, now I'm seeing all the things that my dad protected me from. And I mean, granted, my father didn't protect me from everything, but there was a lot less of the sexism, a lot less of the, you know, criticism, a lot less of the BS with, you know, that strong male masculine protector that I had around. So I had to be my own protector. And I said, oh, well, we're going to do this. And I was encountering so many issues, not only just on a, on a shopper plane, like going to the gun store or going to the gun range or being a consumer or I saw such an issue with the misconceptions that people had about me carrying a firearm. Oh, as a young lady, you want this Tiffany blue gun, right? It's like two inches long. You don't want too much recoil, right? <laughs> I'm like, you know, everything was just like, what? So I figured if I'm having this problem, other people are having this problem. And it just got so much deeper because I come from such a history of very, very uh, strong people. And my, my, my family's always been very supportive for the most part, well, most of them, of me being so outspoken. I've always been this way. Like what you, the person you see is the person I've always been. So I saw an injustice and I was seeing so much more injustice and I was seeing how lack of education and information when it came to firearms was affecting my community. Like the place where I grew up, Latinos, Chicanos, you know, Mexicanos and people in Colorado and, you know, my family, my family's family, kids being shot. It doesn't even make the news. Nobody's talking about it. And it's like, because there's such ignorance and carelessness and uneducated, you know, practices around guns. And it's like, well, I know that I know this. So how do I make a change? So I started getting into it. I started, you know, being more vocal. I started getting active and it was just like, I gained momentum. I started meeting all the right people. I started making really good connections. And it turned out that honestly, the second amendment community, this freedom community, this grassroots community has become the family I never had. And I've made friends in the past three, four years that have been better friends to me and have shown up for me more. They have represented for me. They've shown me so much more love than I've ever experienced in my whole life. I have friends for 25 years. I've had friends since I was in third grade, you know? And I, I mean, I know I look young, but you know, <laughs> so for me, it's been nothing but love and unconditional love and acceptance and intelligence. And there's people that I've met that I'm like, I'll ride for you for life. I got your six. I got your 12. I got your nine. I got your one. You know, like, what do you need from me? I'll be your three. I'll, what you need? Like, I will be there. So it's been so much more of that. And to me, it's like, well, how do we change the narrative? We'll be honest. We show people just that. So I said, well, screw it. I mean, I'm, I'm going to let people know the beautiful side to this and what life is really like, because I'm, I'm not law enforcement. I'm not military. I'm, I'm a OG chick from the hood who loves my family who's a nerd and has all these different aspects and it's like well i'm i'm the face of the second amendment i'm freedom this is what freedom looks like it looks like autonomy so do it and i, I was like the only way to do it is to walk the walk instead of sitting here and doing all this so 
Here I, I love the key points that are amazing to me. You spoke about love. You talk, talk about autonomy and freedom. Um, That's what this I, is about. You, you know, Chris Lyles, you know, a tactical yes, singer, tactical whatever. Yes. Um, that's my friend. Yeah, he's, oh, he's so Shout awesome. Where I come from, he's from a, a small, well, smaller town in um, South Carolina. And um, where I come from, people are like, oh, you don't talk to that dude. I have friends in South Carolina. I told him to go to his class. Like, oh, I can't go there. That's where all the rednecks are at. Chris has been so kind and so loving. He opened his home to me. Um, he gave me a roof on my head. When I, I had missed a flight leaving from uh, Train and Learn. And I had no place to stay. And he's like, yo, you can stay with me for an extra day. And I was just like, you. He's and like, that's like knowing me out of nowhere. Can of paint. Like, I was just like, yo, this dude's cool. And we talked. And like, he had recently lost his father. I had lost my father. Mm -hmm. And it's all, like you said, it was all about love and finding how we can support one another. Like, I have been um, surrounded by real masculine energy most of my life. Real masculine men. And when I say that, when I say masculinity, I mean. Please explain that. Because that has masculinity has such a bad rap. It does nowadays. Let me break it down to you from, from a very feminine woman. So we are both human beings that are masculine and feminine. Male and female, you are both masculine and feminine. Every human being on this earth is both because you, it doesn't matter your race, gender, color, creed, who you sleep with, whatever. You all came from a male and a female. <laughs> what? Okay? Only way. So you are both masculine and feminine. And what people don't understand is masculine is of the mind. Femininity is of the heart. And the mind is the one that tells you, like, okay, be there on time, represent, be strong, be focused, be be present, you know, be sturdy, be steady. The feminine tells you something's wrong. There's something going on here. Um, Empathy. This, this needs my attention. When to be gentle, when to be soft, when to Empathy. be... And, but when also went to destroy, don't forget that like, <laughs> the, 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 the heart is either, you can either keep you alive or it can kill you. Right. So it is to either love or to destroy. I mean, look at mother nature. She knows when it's time to sow. She knows when it's time to reap. She knows when it's time to take, she knows when it's time to plant. So it's like, when you have that balance of masculine and feminine within yourself, you are an aligned human being, right? You're, you're completely present in the things that you're doing. And what's happening is for me anyway, is I was surrounded by so much masculinity that I knew how to do both. I, I mean, I learned how to be a woman and my feminine side from my uncle Sean, who was the gayest man on the face of the planet until the day he died. I mean, he was big, tall, and he had facial hair and he had a beard and a mustache, but he carried a purse and he wore makeup and platform shoes and did all this shit. And, you know, I mean, his best friend was a drag queen. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, I learned how to be feminine from a man. So, and I'm a beautiful feminine ball of goddess energy. So to I, me- I, I can, I, I can uh, second that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My, all my personalities will give you third quarter fit. So me, when I'm seeing, you know, this misconception of what it means to be an independent woman, I think femininity has gotten a bad name and masculinity has gotten a bad name because they're pinning each other. It's, it's the two paradigm debate, right? If they pin us against each other, we'll, we'll take each other out and rid them and make their hands free to do, you know, idle things. So it's like, well, instead of, you know, being, being so resistant to your nature, remember what makes you special and embracing what makes you special. And when you see it in that light, rather than a tearing down and in a building way, it, it changes the whole narrative of 
what that looks like. So to me, yeah. it's like masculinity was always, you know, safety, warmth, protection, providing love, you know, strength, like something sturdy and steady. Right. So now when I see men and I'm more masculine than these men, it's like, what's going on here? <laughs> talk on it, talk on it, talk on it. A lot, a lot of soft folks out there, man. Um, it's, uh, it's, it, 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 a lot of times people think that masculine and feminine are uh, counter to each other when actually they, they support and supplement one another, you know? It's the yin, it's the yang. Yeah. It's yeah. It's, 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 it's so crazy that people forget, as you said, all things have balance. You need literally a man and a woman for there to be life there. And that same thing happens for you to have a positive and gainful life. So absolutely. And people seem to forget that it's not about equality. It's about reciprocity. It's about giving and receiving. When someone's up, the other is down. It's, it's about give and take. It's about flow. It needs to be moving. This is equal. This is flowing. It's still the same. Mm -hmm. one's moving and one's breaking and pushing against it's resistant and I think it's human nature to when you're pushed to push back you know and I think that's because of all this all this well, natural. when someone attacked you what you're about you feel in the, the desire to respond back and attack back you know um well, we're all animals people forget yeah. that human beings are animals like we are in the animal kingdom we are in complex chordates we're phylum chordata we can we have a you know, fully formed frontal lobe. Like we are intelligent animals, but we are animals nonetheless. Innate desires to eat, sleep, fuck, and thrive, right? Yeah. So it's like one of those things. It's going to be one of those things. The 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 beauty of humanity is we have the patience and the cognizance to know when to do those things or the capability to know when to do those things. I like, I like how you clean it up. Cause not everybody does. <laughs> not everybody's living, not everybody's living in their higher self. Um, so, so, I mean, that's so beautiful. Cause like me growing up, like my mom, I have two sisters and like they had a- By the way, I hated to interrupt you, but I was just like, the colors, like all the colors. Yeah, I was so spoiled with those women in my life because they carry their masculine and feminine so well. I thought that was a norm. Like my sisters and mom would go through PMS and have those type of stuff, but they wouldn't let it control them because they had their logical that they can use as a tool to decide what they wanted to do and how they wanted to express their emotions. So like when I went to high school, I would see like, you know, young ladies like losing it because they're going over PMS or whatever. I was just like, what? You're like, you have your period. I was like, why are you going crazy? He's like, oh, cause I have my period. I was like, yeah, but my sister has a period. Like she never goes crazy. Like, so it was like, it's such a strange world for me. We'll and say like, this about that area of the world. <laughs> There's women out there that have period pains that are like crippling. That shit hurts. And I don't know if men will ever be able to understand how nope, painful nope, it, nope. <laughs> it is a whining, nagging, constant pain. And your body is literally expelling itself. I mean, what creature bleeds for seven days and doesn't die? Doesn't die. Yeah. <laughs> a dangerous creature, dangerous creature. You know, so... I don't know. Like, I think women, it, when it comes to like pain and stuff like that, or how they respond hormonally, it's like, you know, I, I was raised to endure the pain, right? I've, I've always been taught, you know, fight or die. So to me, it's like, you're going to fight today. You know what I mean? You, what's what you gonna do? You're going to fight. So it's not everybody else's ailments though, is what I was, yeah. you know, like that's your ailment. You don't have to let everybody bear your burden because it's your ailment. 
And I think that just goes with anything, not just about like masculine and feminine. I know a lot of men that are bitches and they're more bitches than a lot of women. And there's a lot more like a lot of my girlfriends, they've been more of my man and I've been more of their man than their man. So you know, it's all it's all in the yeah, face. We just, got, we just got a national talk tour that says a lot of men are bitches. They be bitches. That's a, <laughs> uh, so funny. So so uh, speaking of bit, being a bitch, uh, earlier, uh, like a week or so ago, I, I do like general contractor work and stuff like that too. And like I have been, there was a storm that came over and knocked off uh, some roof shingles off my roof. My insurance okay. came out and told me go eat a dick, you know, like whatever, you ain't getting no money for this. Um, and I was just like, I know how to do it, but I don't want to do it because it's like 40 feet up in the air. And mm -hmm. like, and I was like, but I'm not going to pay someone to do it because I know how to do it. So mm -hmm. I went up there and I'm doing it. And then I get down and um, I, I was bitching up a little bit at first because I went up there and I was just ice skating because I had these work boots on with like no traction. And I was like, yo, I'm going to try to kill myself. I had to check my <laughs> I was up there ice skating. Then I, then I got my stuff together. I got my anchor. I got set up. I took care of it. And I got down, I was talking to my neighbor who's a, a younger generation than I. Okay. And um, he was like, man, you went up there. I could never do that. I was like, well, it's not like if I wanted to do it, I had to do it because I knew how to do it. So I, I couldn't justify not doing it. Okay. And he's just like, no, nah, I could never do that. Or I could never learn that. And I was just like, yes, you can. Like, you can learn anything if you want to. And he's like, nope. This younger generation has been. No, he's like, oh, can't do it. Can't learn it. Ooh, I was like, huh? You already give up. Yeah, the fight out of the youth. He, he was like, nope, could never do it. I was like, that's they, crazy. They did that with the, hey, work smarter, not harder. Don't do physical jobs, do intellectual jobs. Okay, now we're having you be sedentary. What else can we have you be sedentary doing? Oh, this is what you can do. So it, it, it went from finding, I mean, I mean, there's a balance. I mean, killing yourself. I know men who killed themselves and broke their back because they worked a physical job their whole life and they have all these health problems or you know professional athletes that are psychotic because their brain is mush. Stuff, yeah yeah and, you know there's all these you know there's you know there's a spectrum it's all about balance it's all about balance oh absolutely but the thing is is that every every human being on this earth deserves a fighting chance at something at whatever it is you're hungry go get it you're cold, go get you a coat. You know, that shit's in your way, move it or move around, <laughs> you know, something like you deserve a fighting chance. And when you're weaning society slowly and steadily to become weak. And dependent and give up. It manifests before they even make an effort because they've already convinced themselves they can't. Yeah. And I mean, we live, it's like, boop, okay. You can't, <laughs> boop, okay. You know, like, that's what happened. I throwbacks into a throwbacks. No, you're, I can't you're do the nose twitch. I can't do it. I can't do the nose twitch, Joe. But but you know what the thing is though, uh, the the moral and the beauty to the story you just said is you just set an example to him that it can be done. Well, yeah, I told him too. Like I didn't want to go up there. Yeah, if I told him I didn't want to do it, but I couldn't justify not doing it. If you didn't do it. That would have only made you more like that than who you are. Yeah. You know I mean? So recently, <laughs> I my best friend, I, my best friend and I have been like this for 24 years. It was she was turning 50, and she was having a huge house party for her 50th from like college buddies to I mean her whole life, right? 
she wanted to paint her house, the exterior of her house. She has a beautiful historic home, all single level. It's like a 10 sided house, right? And I said, well, we could do it. And she was like, well, she was getting like outrageous bids. And I was like, we could do it. I was like, pay me half of that. Let's do it. <laughs> I, love, I love the hustle of blood in you. You like, you'll pay me half of that. You know, just you and me though. It's like, because it's going to be a lot of work, the two of us painting the exterior yeah. of the house. But I'm like, we got this. I got my paint sprayer. I got my power washer. We, we good. Yeah. Knocked it out. And we painted it black. And mother nature was just not having us. She was very gentle, but she was like, mama come through. So I'm going to be gentle, <laughs> but I got to come through. So, you know, all our prep work the next day, our paper would be shrunk because it rained. You know, it was like not supposed to rain. And all of a sudden rain, you know? So it was like, we kept persistent. We kept persistent. And so like, it was so funny because when people told her, she's a, she's a very um, powerful lady in a very, very masculine industry. I'll say that I won't call our business out there, but beautiful lady. Everybody thinks we're sisters and um, she's beautiful. Yeah, she's fine. And people were like, you need to hire somebody. She's like, we're going to do it. And they're like, you need somebody. No, no, no. You need a professional. You guys can't do that by yourself. But it was wow. both telling us that we couldn't do this on our own. It's like, you obviously never met me. I don't even know what that means. Like, I don't even know what that, what are you talking about? I can't do this. There's never been anything I've ever encountered in my life that I could not do, period. It and might take you longer. It might take you slower, but you can still do it fail all the time but I get up and I do that shit again and I do it again and then I do it again and I do it again and all of a sudden guess what I hit that shit and it's like uh and then people are like you're good at this I'm like I'm not good at this I'm dedicated I'm persistent I'm consistent that's what it is I actually do this shit and it's like that's the whole point is it doesn't matter what you are everybody sucks at something at first and I tell people this all the time as a teacher. It's like, listen, give yourself the grace of sucking at something for a while. It's yeah, remove okay. your ego from it. Remove your ego from it. What other people it's think. It's okay to not be the best at something. Nobody's the best at anything. If you accept that as true, that means you're less than someone else. There's nobody's less than each other. It's what you choose to do and what you choose not to do, period. If I, I'm telling you right now, if I chose to play the piano, I'd be a gangster. I'd be all up in here. I need you to do that. Yo. I need you. I need you to put that. Uh, that the, the best. Uh, I need you to put that out. I'm doing my piano and up. I need that shit. Yo. I need that. It's Christmas is right around the corner. I need you to get that done. Get it like, done. me off. <laughs> yeah. you, what you need to use some fiber or whatever. We'll get that shit out. It will pop. I'm telling you. You know, I have a I have an issue with the word survivor. I do because to me that sounds like just barely made it. Like I survived. You know, like oh, I barely survived. I'm a thriver. To me, it's like I'm not a survivor. I'm a thriver. Like you throw me in the dirt, I'm a seed. You know what I mean? <laughs> cool. I'm I'm cool with dirt, whatever. <laughs> I'm telling you, you gotta start doing your tour. You gotta start your tour. Do your woman band, all this stuff. Yo, you I'm telling you, Broadway's missing out. Broadway, you missing out, yo. You missing out. <laughs> Give her her money, yo. Give her her money. 
Oh, uh, Juilliard fucked up. Venmo, y'all. Venmo <laughs> her. Venmo <laughs> her. I got, oh, so, all right, that's beautiful. So it's very that's true. So y'all did what, what did the naysayers say <laughs> after they came and saw the house? Did any of the naysayers show up and see the house? Everybody was at the party like, this looks spectacular. I'm like, yeah, mofos, we painted this shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's crazy, man. But it's true. People will say you can't do something. Um, And I always say, like, Look, expression. If you say you can or you say you can't, you're right in both um, instances, you know? You're you know right. why I really painted that house, though, honestly? Right. It wasn't for the money. Is because I knew that that would be the happiest thing I could give her for her birthday. Was just a... Aww. That meant so much to her. And it was like, we got this shit, bitch. Let's do this shit, you know? It was like, you gave me an excuse to see my best friend every day for 10 days straight. Sun up to sundown and be there when you get home. <laughs> be artistic in some shit. Yeah. On, get my hydration. And that's the thing you always remember too. She go be like, oh, I remember we painted that house together. Yeah, it was, and it, it's like me removing all the old energy, you know, out of her life and cleansing it for her and blessing them. To me, that's beautiful. It's like I'm that her protector. Right? That's not to you. Like, that is beautiful. A beautiful thing. And like like to come home, and every time she sees that, it wasn't like oh, she's gonna see like I paid this dude and he fucked this up or he did that. She'd be like, oh. We did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that's another important thing is like a lot of people say they're your friend or whatever family, but will they show up? Will they work with you? Will they stay late with you? Will they talk you off the ledge? Will they talk you to the ledge? You might need to do something, yeah? Um, And that's what real family and love and support is. Love is a verb. It's not just something that, no. Family is a verb too. That's the action. You got to be doing shit to show Mm -hmm. that love, you know? You're only as good as your last effort for anything. And that includes loving me. Yeah. So <laughs> the level is high. Your wag. You have to think like, because so. I love, I love three, four times yeah. a day. I love me. Yeah. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like, I love me. So well, it's like, healthy. It's healthy. You got to take care of yourself. Hey, honey. Uh, I am. <laughs> I got a podcast with you. Let me see what we're supposed to talk about. Um, all right, so you talked about the the background you came from. You talked about your father and your family, how they supported you in like um two A. It kind of like set the groundwork. Um, I love how you became an advocate. What were some of the barriers you saw, and what were some of the things? Um, oh well, something coming out. What's happening? It's just getting hot in here. <laughs> so. I love the reason you got into it. I love the background you gave. What were some of the, the barriers you saw getting into like advocating and sharing information? Because it's all about sharing information and breaking people's uh, misconceptions, you know? Because like I said, outside the US, people think that the gun toters are like old white men who are like still fighting the Revolutionary War, the Civil War. And um, they don't think there's women that are armed. They don't think there's women of color armed. They don't think there's men of color armed. They don't, they don't know, know that narrative. So what were some of the things you ran into and then how do you approach those different barriers? Everything beautiful I found in this industry is the polar opposite also existed. The antithesis of it is also there. And that's the same for everything in life, right? You work in an office, there may be this wonderful person, there may be that employee that's just that piece of shit. And so it's not, it's only, it's not only specific to the gun industry, it's specific to life. Yeah. There's the antithesis to everything. I've met the most beautiful people I've ever met. I've also met, demons like evil awful demons and they're both men and women and everybody and i will like hear me when i say this people 
Those people are dying. There is a new movement here. I am the new movement. My peers are the new movement, the grassroots movement, the people that aren't doing this for ego or for self-fulfillment. They're doing this for legacy and for testimony to be able to say, I have taken the hit of the blow and I am going to build out of my destruction. I am going to change. I am going to plant seeds. I am going to create education, unity, information, freedom of mind. You know, all of these beautiful qualities, teaching people how to garden, teaching people how to de-escalate, teaching people how to breathe, how, teaching people how to love themselves. Cause that's really what this is about. Like if we wanna really go there when it's about what, why do we carry guns? Why do we carry weapons? Because I love me. It's about I love. love. It's about love. I love me and I love my dog here in my house. This is there. They belong to me. That's my family. This is my house. This is where they are safe. My, if my nieces are in this house and my best friend is my lover in this house is my brother in this house, they are protected and we are safe. And I will do everything in my power to keep that preciousness and that sanctity. So when we're talking about how beautiful this is, and I have people that I've met in this industry that believe that, there's also, there are people in this industry that are the antithesis to that, that do this for self-fulfilling things, that see weak people and guise themselves as, oh, you, you felt this way or done this. Let me show you, I'm going to be a mirror to you and I'm going to bring you in here and I'm going to use your trauma to groom you to my way of thinking. You know, and I'm not speaking of one person, I'm speaking of many people. There was a lot of egos. There is a lot of, you know, dick measuring and sexual, sexualizing and groping and everybody doing awful things and treating you bad and racism and hatred and ignorance too. But guess what? That's life. That's always going to exist somewhere. So to me, it's like back to the original point is if I focus on that shit, then that's what I get, right? But if I focus on love, building positivity, unity, community, love, brotherhood, I get that. And that's what I continue to get. And I don't give a shit about those people. That's the point. If I sit here and I'm checking for them, I'm never going to get anything done. They're going to hang themselves. It's not sustainable. It's not. But the thing is, you can't reap poison for so long until it actually seeps into your own veins, until it actually seeps into you. And that's the whole point is I don't need to be them. They're their own punishment. <laughs> I like that. I like, like that. They're, they're, they're... The first thing I could do to somebody is let them feel the absence of me. Because I'm all that. Mm -mm. Where I at, where I am, Shit grows, it flourishes, it's, it blossoms. We, we abundant up in here. So you want me to take these waterfalls somewhere else? You got it, you got it. You can have all that drought. <laughs> now that's beautiful. Flip um, so up in this bitch. I like how you said like, um, I, I, I've seen a lot of different changes since uh, the pandemic has subsided that a lot of people are having like a paradigm shift and a lot of people are becoming more entrepreneurial. A lot of people are focusing on like small communities and larger communities and getting off the beaten path. And I think it's a real opportunity for new growth and new directions. I love it. I'm happy. One of the things like I loved about the pandemic is people started staying home and talking to their families. And thinking about stuff. They started thinking about what made them happy. Again, 
They started being present in their surroundings rather than being present here in this, you know, in the matrix, they were present here and here. And that awoke a lot of things in people that I don't think the powers that be realized that they were doing. They thought they were going to push people into oblivion and isolate people, which it happened. But I mean, there's always outliers, right? There's, there's always two there's sides. Always of stuff, you know? Right. But those who felt the enrichment, you can't tell somebody, look how abundant this can be. Now, let me have you go back to shit. It doesn't work that way. I tell this to people all the time, especially like, you want to date me? You want to take me out? You want to be my dude? The first disclaimer I'm going to give you is don't give me something you don't always plan on giving me. Yeah, you need consistency. I'm going to I'm gonna expect that. Like, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh-uh, I don't do that shit. Like, this is how we live in then because it's, it should stay going like this, Right. So when you show people that it can be better and they can have more, you'll yeah, get the- I'm not gonna go back to that old like, oh, I do it. You know, you get those people, but those are the food people, you know? Those are the food people. You know, it's like, oh, you die. You you are, you know, you're the dough, I'm the lion. That's just the way it goes. <laughs> oh, that's, that's just how it is. Oh. I don't know why a dough's a dough. A lion doesn't know why a lion. God made it that way. Oh, you know, that's so I, true. But what is that shirt you have? It says Real Ones Tote. It says Real Ones Tote Guns. Oh, I like that. I like that. Is that some of your merch or someone else's? <laughs> all right. So um, I'll have all the links for your different stuff. Is that on your website or is that? Um... Uh, Boomstickbabe.com. www.boomstickbabe.com. from Colorado. Back now and you private message me. Private message me. do whatever you want. <laughs> well, that, well, that cash app comes through you <laughs> custom i take tips tips then um, let me see um, what kind of money the folks you know because i i know um i ran into anubis uh early this year and we had it was really weird because i was like you must be some government agent plant because our our life trajectories are so parallel. I was like, it's not possible that you have a similar life to me, but you in Colorado. I was like, and I did the same thing like Colorado got black people. I was like, I was like this is crazy. So we had this, this, this conversation in Nubis and I too about Colorado <laughs> having black people. He might be a different agency. I don't know. I don't know. He had to do the same conversation. <laughs> <laughs> he got to check and see. <laughs> Um, but he's cool as shit. So, like, what's happening in Colorado? Because, like, you're in Colorado. He's in Colorado. Yes. What is happening in the I scene in Colorado? What is the scene in Colorado right now? The he's scene of Colorado in 2A and stuff like that. What is happening in this Colorado scene? Growth, baby. So, Colorado is plagued with gun control. It's just disgusting. So, Colorado is booming. So many people moving here. Cost of living is sky high. Um... So you seen an increase recently? Honey, Colorado is up there. So Boulder, I think, is one of the most expensive counties in the entire world to live in. Aspen Ooh. is also. Um, I mean, we bougie down here. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing is, it's another form of gentrification, which is happening all over the United States. I don't want to say, yep. it's, you know, just Colorado. Everybody's somebody's bitch around this world, right? So there's just so much gun control happening and it's really irritating 
And one of the beautiful things about my hometown and one of the beautiful things about Anubis is we're from here, right? Like this is my stomping grounds. I grew up on these streets. I was raised on these streets all over the state. And if you're from Colorado, like for me anyway, I'm not just from one place. I'm from Colorado. Most Colorado people are outdoorsy people. Like, oh yeah, we be here, we be there, we be everywhere. We have the plains, we have the water, we have the fishing, we have the hikes, we have the mountains, we have the whatever you want. We have it. Four seasons. We're we have every government branch of the military here. You know, like we're landlocked. We have altitude. People don't understand is this is the mile high city. You come here, we literally breathe different air than you. We are built different here. And so when you meet somebody, like I met Anubis and it's like, you from here? And I'm like, yeah, you from here. here. When we, I see people like that, you know, we recognize each other. It's like, we both want to build. This isn't about, oh, let's be the cool dude or the cool chick posing up, looking this way and that way. No, no, no. We want to see. <laughs> Magazine covers posing, making flyers and shit. <laughs> you know, we want to see things get better. And it's like, we're tired of people telling us what they think is for us. Let me tell you what's good for me because I'm going to walk that walk. I'm going to show it. And I'm a firm believer in energy, man. I don't believe in coincidence. I'm a powerful being. I'm a spiritual powerhouse. I got a shirt that says that too, right here. It just says spiritual powerhouse because I truly believe thoughts are things, words are things. Manifestation is real. And this is literally the fucking matrix. Nothing, and- comes, nothing comes without a thought first. Oh, every, uh, thoughts are things, right? To think is to create. So when you are something and you're vibrating on that level and that energy is there, you're automatically going to weed out the noise and where you are and where you ascend to, you will be surrounded by equality. And that's why I love Anubis. I'm like, whatever he's going to do, I'm going to be a part of it, man. Like he's a good person. And I, that's one thing that's so funny is I'm not sure if you've ever been here to Colorado, but Colorado is a very, very segregated state. It is still very segregated. Mexicans don't like the black dudes. The black dudes don't like the Mexicans. The black people are weird in Colorado. Everybody tells me that when they move to Colorado, they're like, black people ain't like regular black people here in Colorado. <laughs> so I Arizona. I went out of Arizona and I was like, y'all black people are not the same as East Coast black people. <laughs> but Definitely. the same thing when it comes to like Latinos and Chicanos, you know what I mean? Because what people don't understand is being Chicano or being Chicana, they don't have understanding what that means. I'm not Mexican. I'm not from Mexico. I'm from America. I'm an American. <laughs> people see me and they're like, what's your nationality? I was like, United States of America. <laughs> your face. Yeah, your face. <laughs> United States of America. Like, yeah, your face. You know, like, I'm a, from freaking Denver. Like, right, that's funny. Yeah. People, people assume certain things about you because of your appearance, right? And it's like, that's, an, that's another reason. It's like people see me and someone like Anubis rolling together. It breaks that social norm. It breaks that people are like, oh, you know, Blacks and Mexicans ain't supposed to hang out. They ain't supposed to have babies. They're not supposed to love each other. It's like, last time I checked, we all bleed red. <laughs> last time I checked, we're all brown and Black to everybody else. Like, you have more in common with me than they have in common with us. Yeah. And, and we are the majority. And I like, who do you, I'm like, my people are indigenous to this town. I'm mestizo. My family's Aslan. Like, this was Mexico, bitches. Like, <laughs> if you're from here, you're probably Spanish and Mexican. Don't get it twisted. Like, someone yeah. was someone's bitch everywhere. 
on the face of the planet. Everybody suffered. There's something. another church. Someone, someone is someone's bitch everywhere. It is. It's true. Like people it's forget true. that. Like Jamaica, they were the British's bitch. Yeah. People, like Irish people, they were bitches in America too. Like it was, they was white as fuck. But guess what? They was bitches too. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like so. When it comes to this, oh well, so and so had it hard. Guess what? Everybody bleeds the same. Everybody hurts. Everybody's been hurt. Everybody suffered. So it's like, instead of wanting to make your plight the most victim, like, oh, my victim energy is better than you. Like, <laughs> my victim know, energy. You know, <laughs> like, I out victimize you. The, 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 the oppression Olympics, the oppression Olympics. Still, it's like, like, they keep out like, like who they trade, like, the they didn't bring that back. I'm sorry. They need to bring that shit back because uh, some people have been acting real suspect. Uh, Kanye West, people are coming at Kanye. Dave Chappelle, <laughs> Denver, like last week. Oh, I love Chappelle. Have you ever seen him live? I've, I, I literally, like literally, like I've, I've met Dave Chappelle. So oh. I've seen Dave Chappelle live. And they were the two best shows ever. Like one time I saw him, he was in Philly and he stayed like two and a half hours afterwards just shooting his shit and talking. I was like, this dude is cool as fuck. And like, I like Chappelle because talking about what you talked about before about like suffering and going through and growth, he's gone through the suffering. So I was like, this dude is real as shit. I love this dude. And then like, I like the way people like, think, he's cool people as shit. People think that pain means don't go there. That's not true. Pain is a guarantee. What is the, what is the definition of pain? How fast a neuron fires. That's what pain is. It's feeling. And all really pain is, is to still let you know that you're alive, right? If you're numb and you ain't feeling shit. There's something wrong. There's something wrong there, right? <laughs> and that's society right now. They're numb. They ain't feeling shit. Growth is inevitable. It's either growth or decay, right? You can only do one or the other. You can either yeah. be growing over here or you can be decaying because everything's moving. Everything else is growing. If you, if you think you're just going to stand still, guess what? You're automatically decaying, right? Because everything else is moving. Yeah. So it's the pain is inevitable. You're going to hurt to regress. Or hurt to improve. Right? This hurts me, right? Or, or it's like, this hurts me. This hurts I, was talking, me. I was talking to all my friends about that. Like, they're talking about, like, oh, I don't want to work out because X, Y, and Z. And, like, I feel bad. It's like, well, if you don't work out, conversely, you're going to have pain from, like, trying to get up out your chair, walk up a flight of stairs. Like, I'd rather... <laughs> and working out and like have pain from that and have benefits as opposed to not working out and have you know problems you know that's just not fun i hate running you look at my post i hate that shit but i'd be like i'd rather oh yeah it's terrible whoever came up with running should be outlawed they should be people love to run. they're crazy they're crazy there's no way there's no way running is abysmal no it's abysmal it's abysmal Unless like, I'm going here again or like that. But those people are like, they run though. Like, yeah, they run I'm running 50 miles. Yeah, I'm running 50 miles. Like, 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 they running. Unless I'm going to take a life or save a life, there's no reason for me to be running like logically. I, I just, I just, I just, I just, I'm, I just, I'm learning to be physical. I've always been an intellectual. Like I've always told you, I wasn't a nerd, I was the nerd. So, I being physical was never part of the plan. I'm like I tutored <laughs> part of the plan. <laughs> I, I, I was tutoring I that. Had other plans, not but that. I, plan. Like I, I was, I was the you know, I was like 
we I'm your I'm your study buddy you know <laughs> like I'm the teacher's aide and shit I'm grading your papers you, you hire yeah. me for the tutor you know <laughs> I, well you want to give me 250 I'll write that shit but it's gonna be like this because I can't write any paper because everyone knows <laughs> uh, I like how you had different levels of the papers it's like I'm like you're done like you have people leave well you can't draw too much attention because then they're like this mofo didn't write that shit like that word oh man. oh man that's funny as fuck it's all a hustle it's all it's all something i mean because like um I, out of my siblings my younger sister and i were like the most athletic they might dispute it but we're the ones that still do stuff and we're the ones like i'm within 20 pounds of my high school weight Okay. And I graduated high school uh, 22 years ago. But you're also a dude. I know. But my sister, conversely, is still like, so like, because I always like, I never want to be a dude that like, if something happens, I can't run to help somebody. Or I can't do a chin up to get over this chin up to get over this fence. Like, I was like, no, I got to be able, because I always saw myself as a protector. And I can't protect if I'm not ready to protect, you know? And like I used to do this thing where I would do uh, one. Uh, remind me about that word after I hear what you said. Yeah, and then like I used to like once a year do full contact like fighting competitions just to see if I can still take a punch. So like most recently I did that shit uh, earlier this year. I lost, but I still could take a punch. And the guy I lost to won the uh, weight division. So I was like, at least I ain't losing no bum, you know. But there's still the thing like you have to put yourself you in there. Because, what do you say? You didn't lose. You just didn't win. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. Well, the thing is, too, I didn't lose because I said we still got to fight later. So I told him we're going to fight again later. So I was like, don't don't forget my face, Bray. Don't forget my face, Bray. That's a controlled fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's what I always say, yo. I got like, a finger death touch, you know, making shit yourself five times a day. Slashing, I'm smashing, I'm doing I'm it all. Like, Jerry, bro, you watch out into the dim mock. Like, if it's between you and me and it's like that, like. <laughs> That face looks scary. Yeah, that face looks scary. I want no parts. I want no parts, at least. No, I want a part. But like my sister, my younger sister, um, she's like two inches uh, shorter than I, and she's always physical. And she, I'm six foot, so my sister's five ten. So that was cross. You know, that cross problems growing up because like it's, it's so funny. So I'll show you my sister later, but it used to cause problems because I was trying to tell her to do something. And she's like, I ain't listening to you. You the same height as me. I was like, God damn. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, <laughs> and like, she did like field hockey and crew. So she's always like had some strength to her. So it wasn't like I could just manhandle her or some shit. Like I was like, this motherfucker. Um, well, but, just because I wasn't athletic doesn't mean you could manhandle me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, uh, I'm 4'11". <laughs> I'm like, that same thing? You're 5'4"? I'm 4'11". <laughs> I am four feet eleven inches tall. I am not even five feet tall. I'm working on that spine though. Alicia, that's four feet of fury. Okay, four feet of fury. Hey, Don't honey. use that. That's one of my shirts. Don't use that. <laughs> but like the same thing. Like, Don't forget the eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna bring a yardstick when I see you next time. Stick <laughs> when I see you next time. A yardstick. Dude, um, I'm literally. I'm. I'm all about the Pilates. I'm all about the yoga. I'm all about, about the chiropractic. Cause I'm like, gotta give that the chakras a flow. You gotta, you gotta keep that spine long too. Chakras a flow. Gotta keep That's that. That's funny, right? Oh, so do you see like, between your sister being five, five ten yeah. and me being four eleven? 
right? So I think that's so funny is because people don't see like, just because you're a woman doesn't mean that you're weak. Like oh, there's no. women out there, like they're incredibly tall and beautiful and still feminine. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, when oh yeah, yeah, my sister's gorgeous. She's gorgeous and feminine and she's fit and she's tall. And like, it's funny because what we were talking about before about bitch ass dudes, a lot of dudes are afraid to approach her because she's got so much of her shit together. So they'll show up like you know, like you know, out of shape, you know, with the skinny. All that high maintenance. Yeah, yeah. But that's my hair all the time. But I mean, high maintenance is like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you have standards. Like I remember once with my baby girl. Taking the money you don't have. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, you're crazy. So I remember once my baby girl. I said like I want her to have all her stuff together. I want her to eat lightning and crap thunder and like da 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 da. And I was talking to a female colleague. And she's like, you don't want to make her too unapproachable. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, what the fuck do you mean? I was like, what the fuck do you mean? I don't want some random dude to be like, oh, you kind of cute. And she'd be like, oh, shit, I'm kind of cute. Yay. Like, I like, no. I, like, I want her to la- roll down her window, laugh at the dude, then drive off. Like, I don't know. <laughs> That's the thing, though, is I hear, I mean, this sounds conceited, but I got a reason. I, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I just get men are very, very intimidated by very vocal women and they're very intimidated by beautiful women. But this sounds like I'm bitching, but I'm not. I I, I know what I look like. Let I know, me be intimidated. I'm a beautiful lady. I know I'm a beautiful lady. I love myself. I'm like, I'm fine as hell. I'm beautiful. I'm le- I, agree. I, love- I agree. I agree. And I love who I am. And I see people of all different shapes and sizes, tall, skinny, fat, short, whatever. Uh, beauty is, beauty's inside out. You know what I mean? Like you could be a toxic devil and look beautiful. You're, but like your insides are just rotting. Like you're, yeah. you're and you get, and you can sense that too. When you talk to a person, you're around them like, ooh, now I'm good. It's like, you're, you have no integrity. Like your integrity speaks, you know, it's like, I don't even want to be like, I don't even want you. I want to be in the same space as you. Yeah, I don't even want to be in the same. Like, oh, hello. Thank you. But that's the thing is, like, I when you asked me earlier, you said, "What are the constraints that I see in this in the Second Amendment industry?" Same thing I see everywhere else because I'm a beautiful woman, a woman with an opinion. I'm vocal, and I'm in a masculine industry. I'm either a bitch, a whore, immature, high maintenance, or it, it's, it, it's always some, you're always a problem. Something negative. Yeah. It's, you're always a problem. I don't know my place. Right. Oh, the place thing. Knowing your place is crazy. That, my, that's my, even my place is a set. Right there. The boxes people try to force other people in is crazy. Which makes me only more motivated to continue to be me. Because it's like, gotta, if, my, gotta make space. if my confidence and my security and self makes you uncomfortable, I'm not the problem. Your perspective of yourself is. And honestly, they don't love who they are. Because if they did, they, I wouldn't, they wouldn't well, give a shit. It's because they see you empowered that they have issues because they're not empowered, you know? So they see you very beauty, beautiful and radiant and confident, and they don't have that. So then they hate it, you know? I had somebody take me aside at 
one of the recent events that I attended and I'm, I'm t attending a lot of events. So we want to talk about those. Hopefully someone will be there, but I had somebody take me aside at this last event. I won't say who, but it was somebody I'd never met before. Somebody throughout the course of being there, I really respected how they behaved, how they engaged, how they performed on and off the range. They took me aside and asked me, um, how come I do certain things? You know, I won't, you know, or I hang out with certain people or don't do this or don't do that. You know, being quite inquisitive about why I do and don't do things that I do. And I'm honest, you know, I'm, I'm an open book. I'll always be honest about who I am. And they looked me in the face and they said, you wouldn't be here if people didn't recognize your beauty is internal, not external. And you are a good person and you have a great reputation and you are kind and you're consistent with your word. That's the best compliment anybody could give me. They didn't say, oh, you have a nice ass, but look at them titties. You know what I mean? Right? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Or you're so pretty. You see what I'm saying? It was about who I am as a human being. It was about this, not this. You know what I mean? And that's- wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry, could you, could you say that again? It was this, not- <laughs> You know what I mean? Like- You gotta do the fan service. You gotta do the fan service. See you and actually see you is priceless that means i am living in my integrity that means i am living in my higher self and for people to meet me and see past the external because i have people who think that i'm a i'm a real bitch because they think i look what unapproachable they think that i look like oh she thinks too much of herself oh she's stuck up that's just, that's, oh, do you think that's that's just projection you think right it's got to be projection their own insecurities I make them insecure. I, I make them uncomfortable because I'm, I'm a beautiful lady. And it took me a very long time to own that I'm a beautiful lady. You know, I always dump myself down. Will try to, yeah, tear you down. They'll try to put you in a box. People more comfortable being around me. And what I found was I was told, like, when I first came into this industry, I had a lot of people, men and women, tell me to cover up to hide my body, not wear a lot of makeup, don't draw attention to myself physically and behave a certain way. Don't be political. Don't do, say this. Don't take a stance on anything. Be neutral. Stay neutral. <laughs> no stance. <laughs> if you don't stand for something, you fall for anything. You know what the fuck? Yo, that's crazy. That? There's no beauty in that. Yeah. There's no grace in that. There's, There's no, no authenticity in it. No authenticity. If not to make change. What am I in this for? To be phony and fake. That's what your motherfuckers is doing. You know, like, oh, you those, that. Those, are, those are salesmen, not people of the industry. And uh, are, those are industry people, not people who are of the people. You know, they're not the grassroots as you were talking about. They're I'm just not industry here for myself. I'm here for everyone. I'm here for every woman out there. Like, for example, I posted something the other day on my Instagram. Go ahead, y'all go check it out at the Boomstick Babe. Instagram is a bitch. Once it's on the internet, it lives a life. Okay, and I posted this video. I was, I'm in a green dress. It's a mini dress. You know, it's, it's a clubbing dress. I'm going clubbing, okay? I was in St. Louis for Train and Learn in, in May. 
Shout out to Kevin Dixie. No other choice. Go support my boy. He's the shit. Train and learn is the bomb. That's where I'm at. He's a good man. Best dude ever. So I, me being me, I like to travel. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a lady in the nighttime, right? So I'm going out. I'm going in St. Louis. Boom, Dilliumski. Going to go to the club. I'm going to go jam. Uh, I'm by myself. I don't give no fucks. I'm feeling myself. You know, I brought my cute dress. I can't wait to wear it. It's a short little mini dress. But I'm also in a strange city. And I don't trust a motherfucker. So what am I doing? <laughs> Stay I got Stay I'm strapped like a motherfucker, right? Got a gun under my dress. A knife in my bra. We all the way nice, right? So it's like, cool. But every time I leave my hotel room, I got a dry fire. Why? Because I want to make sure that I can actually reach my gun in this outfit. In the video that I posted, I had like this long necklace. I took it off before I left because in dry fire, it kept getting in my, my way when I'm coming out. That's an obstacle. I can't be around, right? That, that can mean life or death, right? Yeah. That's an intelligent, how it, an intelligent Person so, should treat themselves so. with a firearm. So I posted this video, dry fire and blah, 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 blah. Never posted it. Decided the other day to post it. I broke the internet because I'm pulling up my dress and I'm wearing nude underwear. I'm from Southern Colorado. I am from a small town. Ladies wear undergarments. All y'all hoes. it's It's supposed to be like a slip it's this you know i mean like the mystery is there you don't give it all away that's i ain't one of these chicks the mystery is gonna be there you wearing things that are black you wear a black slip so people don't see through your clothes and see all your bits right you're wearing other colors you wear a flesh toned slip right so I'm wearing that, but it doesn't, you see flesh tone, we pale chicks, right? <laughs> so everybody's like, oh my God, her vagina. Her vagina, her vagina. <laughs> I'm I a DJ. <laughs> Every girl has one. Um, so it's like, rather than taking away, hey, look at this independent, well-dressed, confident woman practicing her craft, given no fucks, owning her sexuality, owning her femininity, owning her safety. It was like, I think I saw, I think I saw him. You know what I mean? Like, like. <laughs> so the funny thing is the way that your face got closer, that's how everybody's face was. They got real close. They let me see that. <laughs> everybody like this with the screenshot. Right? <laughs> screenshot. Let me download this video real quick. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. But the jokes on them. You're supposed to be out there. And the thing is, like, what a lot of people do is they wear guns with their outfits as opposed to their outfit around the gun. So the fact that you took off that necklace because it was in the way, the fact that you dry fire, those are all things that people don't do. Like, a lot of times I'll tell people, especially like beginners, they'll carry a gun in a purse or something like that. I was like, you always keep it on your body. Or are you, if you really are going to keep it in that purse, bitch. Are you dry firing, getting it out of that purse nope. at home? Nope. And then also, if someone tries to snatch something from you, they snatch your purse. They're not snatching you under, you know? So, now so you I don't to- carry a purse. I carry, like, I'm like a dude. I, 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 I wear a lot of masculine things, but I'm fine, right? So <laughs> I wear, like, um, I'm like so a messenger dude. bag or whatever. I, I, I love Tumi, T-U-M-I, like the Tumi, Tumi travel shit, because I like to wear the slings. You know, it's hands-free. 
it sticks on my body and I could put it either in the front of me or the back of me, right? And to me, it's like, cool, because there's some places I literally can't have a gun on my body, like yoga class. You see what I'm saying? Or Pilates or at the chiropractor. I they- did a hot yoga class, I almost died. I showed up first thing in the morning and I um, was not ready. I was hungover. I almost died in that two-hour class, yo. <laughs> I was like, yo. I was like, I thought I was just stretching. This shit is serious. I don't know. Um, but you see what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. if you're, if you're going to carry that way, you need to practice getting that gun out of there. And that gun needs to have a specific designated place. You can't be like, oh, I'll put my gun in here. And then here's my cell phone. And then here's my glasses. And then here's my lip gloss. Because you're going to be like, hold up. Don't rob me one second. <laughs> and also people forget where it is. You got to be consistent. If you're carrying it, you got to carry it in the same way, same place. Well, or train in those transitions. That's why it's like, if you're going to wear that, practice 10 rounds 15 rounds 20 rounds before you leave the house in that outfit so you got so you got locked in it becomes habit again and you're just like oh shit because you'll notice something different and you know everybody's talking about my my chonies they, they want to see my my lady bits and it's like jokes on you man because this is real life i wasn't putting it on for the camera this is really what i wore out that night and i broke some necks and that's who i am and that's how i look and this is how i dress which yeah. is another reason why it's like stop trying to fit in I don't have to be everything to everyone I'm 100 to me and what they what I people don't realize is for every thirsty trap comment or nasty comment or degrading comment I got I had five dms from a woman saying I never thought about that shit and that's oh, the reason you do it get that holster what gun that's is the reason that? you do it yeah how come you're taking your time? Like people are like, you know, speeding up the videos. It's like, show your real skill set, man. Instagram operators who do that shit. They're like, you can tell like they play music over. You see stuff flying in the background. Like that's not how fast a bird moves. Like, what the fuck is this? Um, and they Let do that because be ego. honest with your skill set. And the thing is, people don't realize like you practice slow so you can have the control and the focus. And then when you're in stress, the body will naturally move faster. Yeah. You don't need to practice fast and fuck it up. The way I practice, and this is how I, this is my school of thought. And granted, there's many school of thoughts. There's tons of successful ways to do things. This is why people need to find their niche of what works for them. But for me, every time I train, I only continue if the last motion I produced was correct. I don't follow through the whole way. You're doing a step. Bad. Yeah. Like, uh, like, but I mean, I'm not saying I'm 100 nor I'm perfect. I, I posted a, a, a video the other day on my blog. But, like, but that way, you make sure you're only building on good habits. You're not building bad habits. But it's That's like, perfect. sometimes, like, I'll get out to here and it's like, ah, but then it's like, oh, someone's coming at me. You know what I mean? Fight. Fight. You know, like, fight, bitch. Keep moving. Don't stop and be like, um, oh, I screwed Let's up. Do over. Let's do over. Yeah. I'm trying to kill you. Because <laughs> that's the only reason you should be pulling the gun, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I love too because you did it, as you said, of what which what what you were wearing that day. Whereas a lot of people try to fake, you know, wear an outfit that they're not going to ever use, wear an outfit for the gun, wear an outfit because they got a sponsor or something like that. People think you're going to be sexy. I am sexy. Yeah. I don't need that, to. That co- yeah, that comes about saying. So you just be you. I'm sexy in sweats. <laughs> and, you know. 
makeup. I'm sexy as hell when I'm wearing something skin tight. I'm beautiful. I love myself. I don't do this for you. I do this for me. And I do this for every girl out there that has been told that she needs to dumb herself down and she can't be independent, strapped, disciplined, smart, balling, in control, emotionally intelligent, patient, soft, and hard at the same time. You could be all that shit. Yeah. Just because I'm beautiful and I'm this and all that, that doesn't mean I'm not intelligent. I'm smart as fuck. I've been a member of Mensa for I don't know how long. I'm fucking I know that, but I'm also you break you breaking the molds because they when they can put people in little boxes, it helps limit their you know their power. That's what it is. It limits your influence. It limits your uh, your uh, you accessibility. Small, what do you say? Period. If you feel small, you'll behave small. Yeah, you're, you're never be greater than your own self image. You know, if you think that's what you are, that's what you are. There's this dude that I follow on IG. He, uh, he's not a friend. I don't know him personally, but I am in completely enamored with him. And his IG handle is fatty with a gaddy. And he is a like oversized man, like obese, but not like obese. He can't do anything. He's out there in competitions. He is running that gun. He's all over that course, dipping and pushing <laughs> on barriers. One, you know, and I'm like, get that shit, get that shit. Because what is he doing? Being true to who he is. Yeah, he, he's not making excuses. Can't do shit. Shit. He's not making excuses. He's not like people limit him. I know fat people who go bust a move. They they quick as shit. <laughs> They're fast. You know what I mean? I know skinny dudes who's slow. It's like stop thinking because of what you've been programmed oh. to think is true. Like everybody's going to surprise you. Expect the unexpected. Like that's the whole point about situational awareness. Expect the unexpected, you dumbass. Because if you assume everything is what it looks like, you're going to get caught. You are the sucker in the room. If you look around and there ain't no suckers in the room, it's because it's you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, All right. Let's go over the books. Let's go over the books you selected. One of the books, one of the things you always do is we try to have a book because as you said, we smart people. We're not just shooting from this hip bullshit and making up stuff, pontificating. Uh, we got some books that are of value to us and to you quite potentially. So the books you have, you have The Alchemist, which I have not read. You read got it. Women Who Run With Wolves, which I have not read. And you got The Four Agreements, which I did read. Um, so... Can you tell us about those books, about why you selected them and what is the significance they had to you? What, what value they might add to others? Paulo Colo is an amazing author. He is the alchemist. You could get this book either in like literary form. It's in pretty much every language. Under the sun. Right? And it, you can also get it in like a graphic novel form. It's absolutely beautiful. I read this book, I think, in four or five hours on my porch in a porch wing. It's a very simple, quick and easy read. Very much like... Uh, the four agreements, you know, simple, easy read. But the message is so beautifully conveyed. The book is about finding yourself in your journey. Because I think a lot of people get caught up on the destination and they forget the beauties in the journey. You know, all the things you encounter along the way. And it's like, don't worry about the destination. Worry about the direction. 
worry about the journey, you know? And that's exactly what this book is about, is showing people what it means to get where you're going because it's meant for you on your time, the way it's supposed to be. Divine Don't rush it. Enjoy, enjoy the journey. Exactly. And being present. It's so important to just be present where you're at. I think this world forces, you know, so much garbage down our throats about hustle, 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 don't sleep, be this, be that. It's so, be in your masculine, be a, no. And then you just wake up and you're you're dying one day, you know? What's meant for you is there. Rest, smell the roses, fall, laugh, be with your friends. Find fulfillment and beauty in your journey. And there's almost none of that in this current society. There's almost none of that. That's because they don't want people to feel <laughs> like they want robots that are programmed to do, 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 go, 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 be, 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 this, this, is that. Look like this, act like this, eat this, go there. Hate this. Hate this. You can't forget, hate this. Be afraid do of this. This way, right? Fuck all that. Fuck all that shit. Be you. Be as weird as you are. Be as unique as you are. Like, your teeth are crooked? Cool. Fuck <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. like, it. Why well, I keep laughing at all your shit? Yeah, this is- smile, it's like, but my smile's a shit. You know, it's like, you know, be you because... You, like you, you, we look up on the internet and everything, everybody's trying to be in competition with them, with others. And it's like, there is no competition. The there is competition, no competition because it's only you. It's only you. And that's exactly what this, this book is talking about. It talks about what is meant for you will be when it's right. When I'm going to get this book for my, my, my son to read and I'm going to read it with him. Beautiful. It's absolutely, read it to him. Read it to him because it is a beautiful book. Read it to him. It would be amazing. I hope you, I have the graphic novel version of this book because I love this book. Like, I love this book so much. I'm a a Goodwill junkie. I'm a thrift store junkie, right? And every time I travel, which I travel so much, my favorite things to do when I'm traveling is to go to all the thrift stores, the local thrift stores and like find stuff. I used to love, one of my greatest pains in the world has been, I used to travel a lot. And over the years, I had to keep downsizing my library and giving away books and stuff because I couldn't keep, you know, transporting books is expensive. Mm-hmm. And it's always pained me to have to shrink my library. So now I'm in the process of rebuilding my library back up. Goodwill. Go to the thrift stores and, and take some time away from the media and go walk with yourself and look through books like you were a kid in a card catalog in the library when you was a kid and take some time because what's been happening? People don't know about that no more. Things will find you. Things will find you. Like uh, I, 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 every time I go and I find that book, I buy it. And you know what I do? I put it in the mail and I send it to somebody I love. Cause it's like, I already have a copy of this book. It's going to cost me $2 and a stamp. They show my love for someone else. And that knowledge that I'm giving them is going to feed their soul. I I, re- I recently just gave my um, my oldest son that book, uh, The Richest Man in Babylon. Okay. He's always like, trying to think of different ways to build up his own money. And stuff. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. Um, he's working on right now, he's working on uh, a story that we're doing. He likes to make stories and stuff. So I said, you want to do a story? I'll help you fix the, I'll help you with the story. And then we can do art around it. Cause like we both like to draw. So he'll do his drawing and then I'll do like daddy's version of a, his drawing and like be complimentary. <laughs> I was like, it's super cute, right? I was like, it'd be a cute, like comic book thing. So we're working on that now, but um, I always yeah. think like, as, as all right, I'm sorry. No. So, all right, Alchemist, I'm on it. I, I appreciate it. Uh, I think it's very important, as you said, to focus on the journey and being present in what you're doing. Um, you have to find enjoyment in life in the day-to-day. -day. A lot of people forget that our time here is limited. Oh, that's Carolina Custom Funnel. Oh, I see the NOC. That's a nice thermos you got there. You got some good, some swag on there. Shit. Like I fucks with tactical life thing on there too. I do have a tactical life. I see. That's I have a tactical life right Miami. Anthony and them down in Miami. So I have a tactical life TL uh, 15, 16 inch rifle from there that Katie gave me. I gotta so, buy a weapon from them. Shout out to Katie. No other choice, y'all. I went in tactical life, everybody, brown owls. So this year at Training Learn, you weren't there. Um, everybody, well, at, when we train and learn, it's a boutique event, right? It's only 60 people every year. Um, it's the grassroots movement of people in the freedom industry, whatever you need to do. And it's three days of learning how to be better at your craft, right? Pistol training, rifle training, hand in hand, knife, um, marketing, social media, all kinds of, it's just, it's a small business. In it's amazing. It's amazing. That's what it is. So every year, KD gives away a rifle. And like a setup in a case to somebody he feels is worthy or demonstrated, you know, excelsior performance in something. So like, yeah, yeah. You know, I love KD. I'm there to support. Well, I think last year he gave it to Rhonda Mary. Um, so I'm like, you know, everybody's there. It's the last day. He's giving everything away. It's his dope ass tactical life rifle AR. And he's up there and he's talking about this person. He's like, this person, if you're hungry, this person will feed you. You're sad, this person will lend you their ear. You're cold, this person will get you a jacket. You know, like this person is, will love you. This person's this. And he's saying all these beautiful things. And he's like, boom, stick. And I'm like. <laughs> he's like, what? <laughs> he's like, I hate all you motherfuckers. No, oh, wait, wait. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't want to cry. <laughs> yeah. You gotta do the ugly cry face. Always ugly. Gotta be real. I don't want it. If it's not ugly, I don't want it. Gotta be ugly. Cry. You know, we're always our own worst critic, right? We're always our own worst critic. And I have made a promise to myself that I will always tell myself I'm a student. I'm always gonna be a student of the game. I'm There's always something to learn in life, which makes it new and enriching. Always. Is. But the thing is, it makes it takes out pride and ego. It really subtracts that because it's like, you know, that old expression, like a cup is most useful when it's empty. You can't learn if a cup is full, you know, you got to yeah. make yourself you have, to, you have to empty your mind. Like Bruce Lee, you know, empty your mind. Bruce. I love Bruce. He's so, you, you know, Bruce Lee died at like 32. He I've did been all brave. Those, I've taken know, Bruce so Lee for He did all those books, all that philosophy, all that growth at 32, yeah. That, that's the thing is breaking another norm there too is like you can be young and full of not wisdom is does not come with age wisdom comes with experience i know a lot of old fools alicia <laughs> so do i, so do I. 
<laughs> and the thing is, my name is Alicia. Alicia. I know. I, I realized that after I said it, you got, you got the little, the little, the little, the little Spanish, the little Spanish a little Spanish room. Like uh, literally in Spanish. My name, Alice, is Alicia in Espanol. So Alicia means Alice. So people are like, but it's written like Alicia. I'm like, no, it's written like Alicia. You just Alicia. white. <laughs> like, you're just white. Um, <laughs> I'm like, or you don't speak Spanish. I'm practicing. I was going to say, bienvenidos. Today we have uh, Alicia. I was, gonna, I, was I was like, I don't know. That's too much pandering. I said, I need to stop. I said, I'm not going to do it. I'm not doing it. I stopped. I was this close. I was this close. I was going to do the whole Telemundo intro for you. Muchas gracias. Today we have bienvenidos. I was no. I said, I'm going to stop it. So I used to watch Telemundo and the, the little novellas, the, the little, uh, you know, the little. I didn't understand any of them. But I love the drama. The drama was great. The music was great. Um, I don't think it's none of that shit. That shit is just too much drama for me. Like, did you send me that meme the other day? And you're yeah. like, oh, girl kills dude after this, this, and then real. <laughs> like, and I was like, I don't even look at that article. I'm like, that angry. He jumped off the deep end, right? They're like, when they do the soccer, they do the goal for like five minutes. I was like, how do you not like this shit? I was like, how do you not like it? Oh, no. I don't know. None of that shit. I don't, I don't watch professional sports. So and I don't watch it anymore. I used to watch it when I was younger, but I, I just don't have the time or interest in it. I can't. I don't give two fucks about professional sports. And here's why. I know I've dated a lot of professional athletes. I, I don't kiss and tell. I don't say any names. They were starters, motherfuckers. They wasn't. <laughs> Not like how you said they were starters, though. They were starters. But I will say this also. I had no idea who the fuck they were when I met them because I don't watch sports. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> they try to impress you. Uh, okay, whatever. <laughs> I like, why are these people bothering me right now? I look like you. <laughs> they try to impress you. Like, uh, okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm just like, eh. But I also have met a lot of professional athletes and I don't ever say all people are fucking bad. You know, like not all Mexicans are lazy or whatever the fuck. But it was just, y'all suck. Like, there it suck. It's like, y'all suck. Entitlement is an ugly thing, well, y'all. They're, they're used to people probably catering to them and fawning over them. It's bitch assness is what it is. It is called bitch assness. It means that you think because that's you another trip, by the way. In you Rome, say bitch assness and then have a, a definition. Don't be a bitch ass. Like, quit being a bitch ass. And it's like, mm. you're a gladiator. That's all you are. You're a gladiator. Nobody fucking cares. Like you're not changing the world and it ain't making me any money. So I'm cool. You know what I mean? Maybe someone's looking up to you like, oh yeah, that's a great person. It's like, yeah, but he, he probably has a lot of problems. And a, what I've realized is like money doesn't buy happiness. And, and most of those men- buy, Money also doesn't buy character composition. If you have no character- no, You can pay for education, you can't buy class, period. So it's like, okay, but- you have some integrity? Are you a decent human being? You know what I mean? Like, how do you treat the wait staff? How do you, how do you treat- I love, I love that test to see how they treat other people, yo. Ooh, I ain't with that shit. Like, you better be nice to everybody. But like, yeah, but I love it, because it's a great way. You see, if someone like tries to shit on like a waitress or a waiter, oh, you're a piece of shit. Okay, my cool. brother's a waiter. You fucking mess with my brother, I will see you in the parking lot. Don't fuck with me. Like, <laughs> I will tell you, hey, guess what? You should have been nicer. <laughs> You got yo, 
Oh, you gotta give them oh, moral I could have hurt you. I did it. Let me hold you. You have you have pain inside. Like you gotta give them the moral of the story too after you fuck them up, you know? This is happening because <laughs> No, I like my my mom. My mom is my the my mom is my thorn in my ass, right? So I like guns, people. I like guns. I most of my life revolves around some form of self-defense, right? Mostly guns and knives. I don't really believe in other shit. I like bleeding you out. I mean, they're efficient, they're efficient. Well, to me, other things like, okay, so for example, oh, we'll get a taser. Does it look like a gun? Well, in the state of Colorado, anything that expels them, like that's technically a ballistic, it's expelling something like, okay, so you go to reach for something and it looks like a gun because they're Cerakoted yellow guns all day, every day. And you do one of these, guess what? And I have a gun, blah, blah, because you look like you're reaching for a gun. Yeah. And so people, think law enforcement isn't going to do the same. You think the hood ain't going to do the same? Come on now. If you're going to reach for something that looks like a gun, I hope it's a gun. Because you want to taste it to a gunfight. <laughs> you know they're like, well, you know, like, let's think about this here. Like somebody's now on top of you. You're gonna, and now you're gonna try to tase them. Yeah. Are you gonna pepper spray them? You pepper spray you yourself. yourself. You're gonna just you're say pepper spray and tasers. It doesn't like incapacitate, especially if you have like a career criminal. They used to get in tased and mace all the fucking time. And all it's gonna do is piss them off. Also, Alicia, I like spicy food. So he's gonna mace me up like, oh, I like spicy food. That don't mean a fucking thing to I me. Like I, spicy I, food. I love spicy food. It I don't like mean spicy food. food. Like I got heartburn. I don't fuck with that shit. But to other like, people, yeah. they're like that's the thing where people have this thing they see in the TV shows and movies and they don't have it actually in reality. I know you taste someone, they don't pass out. They get ah, oh, that shit's uncomfortable. Now I'm gonna fuck you up. Uh-huh. And guns, yeah. I tell people all the time, like, like I posted this on, on the internet the other day. Somebody said something to me so stupid. They were like, well, you have a gun. You should be all right. Oh, somebody said something stupid to you on the internet? Yeah, you have a gun. You should be all right. It's like, really? Like, so I have a magic wand? Like, gun doesn't just magically keep you safe. Yeah, all sorts of bad stuff can still happen. It's a tool. What it's if they tool. have guns now, stupid? Yeah. Oh, there's three people with guns pointed at me. <laughs> But you have a good, you're, yeah, that's stupid, yeah. You know, like, what the yeah. fuck? This ain't Harry Potter, dog. Like, this you ain't have to have dream of genie like that. Like, things don't work that way. You have to train. And I am not John Wick. And I nope. tell people that every day, like, you are not John Wick. You don't do this every friggin' day. Do I do this every day? Yes. And I'm still not John Wick. But that keeps you safer knowing that you are not invulnerable. Because a lot of people think they get a gun and they automatically win whatever encounter they get into. So the fact that you still know there's vulnerability is things to improve is going to keep you more safe. I've you seen also, I value life. I'm a protector. I'm a peacekeeper. I am not here to destroy. I'm here to create. Yeah. So, and I also know I'm more powerful than others. I literally know that. And that is people say what you will. I know I'm more powerful than anybody. I'll, I'll throw, I'll throw money on it. Like I know I'm more powerful than you. I'm in more in control of me than you are in control of me. Guaranteed. Cause I know how to deescalate. I know how to not give a fuck. I've been doing it a long time, not giving a fuck. And that's an interesting thing too, because people can't do stuff if you don't engage with them. Like the same thing about like a lot of times if people try to bring you down to your level, if you just don't engage, they don't know what to do. They fizzle out. They need your energy to have something to respond and thrive off of. So you're like, nah, I'm not going to give you any energy. So I work um, armed security for certain things sometimes, like in the past. I was doing um, 
an event that I was working and it was like, um, I had to work this event for like two weeks straight, sun up, sun down, sun up, sun down. So I'm exhausted, right? Be there at 6 a.m., leave there at 10 p.m., do it all, you know, I'm dunsky. So I haven't been drinking, I haven't been doing anything. It's just like, whoop, 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 you know, be on point. So it was the last night. The next morning didn't start till late afternoon. It was the end of the event. I would have had to be there two hours. So it's like, on my way home, I'm gonna stop and I'm gonna have a cocktail. Just one whiskey, just a whiskey, right? Just a whiskey. So I was like, all right, you know, I'm chilling. I walk in the bar, there's nobody sitting there. I like to sit at a certain place in the bar. I want to see that exit. I want to see that exit. I don't want people walking up on Smart. me. You Smart. know? So I'm just like, I like to sit at a certain place. Nobody's sitting there. I walk over there. I plop this ass down. And some dude, big old fat ass dude comes over to me, does this to me, smacks my cowboy hat. Cause I do have one. I told you I do <laughs> off of my head. Okay. And my, my cowboy hat's like a $600 cowboy hat. You ain't putting my cowboy hat on the floor. That, that's really rude, right? Hits my hat off of my head, pushes me, and gets all up in my face talking about, bitch, don't you see I'm sitting here? You don't see a, a, a can of beer right here. You all up in my seat, bliggity, blah, blah, blah. Look at the dude, get up, get my hat put my hat on, sit back down. And I just looked at him and I said, don't touch me again. <laughs> don't do it. You understand? Like, don't touch me again. Cause we will have a problem. Security's over there. They're getting him out of there. Blah, 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 blah. He's acting a fool, blah, blah, this and this, and that. The bartender's like, whatever you're drinking, we're buying. And security's like, I don't know how you stayed so calm. But I'm impressed. He was like, <laughs> he was like, most people would have got real pissed off about that shit. And I looked at him and I was like, what you don't understand is you thought you were coming over here to protect me from him. You were protecting him from me. I don't need to flex to know I am who I am. I don't. Now, if you would have touched me again, probably would have left probably would have said fuck this shit I'm out of here because there's no arguing with the fool there's no you know what I mean I don't even want to touch that dude his energy is so nasty I ain't even trying to have that stank energy on this body like he would have got more out of being able to touch me <laughs> you know what I'm saying? like because I'm a lot of power and energy transfers you know what I'm saying so it's like uh-uh I'm good but I went home that night and I was so proud of myself because that was one of the first days of my life I realized nobody has any power over me. I am 100% in control of me. And knowing that, I was like, hell yeah. That you makes you top like, tier. That makes you top tier. It's like nobody can, nobody has any power over me, which means nobody can control me. No matter and, the environment, you are you. And that makes you top tier because most people, they change to what environment they're in. And the fact that you didn't allow someone to make you move from your position of power, you can't, you, you can't beat that. But I'm also, right yeah. I'm also going to sit right here. I'm going to be assertive enough to be like, don't touch me again. But I'm sitting right here. And I'm going <laughs> to put this shit back on. Do it again. We're going to have a problem. Yeah. Because it's like, now I can't vouch 
for what these people are going to do for you. Because I know security is going to get your ass. I, I'm going to let him do his job. I ain't going to to do that shit. I'm going to sit right here and let him do that shit. Yeah. Now, things come out, something else comes out. That's a different story. But I can't pay to fucks with you. Well, that's so that's the other side of being a protector and a person who's looking to evolve and grow. And like you said, your stuff is about love. That was actually concern and restraint you showed for him. Because you could have taken what do you say? That man hates himself. Yeah. He's but, miserable. Yep. Miserable piece of shit. Because he can't even sit there. This entire bar was empty, yo. You can't get your fat ass up and go sit somewhere else being like, oh, it ain't no thing. The way you interacted with him showed love and deference because you could have responded in another way, which would have been a negative way, and he would have thrived. I could have off lowered of that. myself. Yeah, you would have lowered yourself, and he would have thrived off of that. So that goes back to the whole thing we were talking about previously about uh, being a personal protection. And two A is about love and trying to build positivity because you could have handled. You were probably still armed. You could have used it as an excuse because some people do that. They get their license to carry or whatever, and they look for an excuse to use it. Um, but that's not what you're about. You weren't about that. You're about, uh, and I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to, my weapon, my firearm is the last resort. It is means I did everything I can and I could not escape. My life was in danger. I had the complete opportunity to get up off my ass and leave there. See what I'm saying? Like, yeah. just because I can, doesn't mean I do. Yep. And that's the beautiful part about being in control of yourself and teaching patients. Like, People say, you know, well, you're teaching violence. No, I'm not. I'm teaching control. I'm teaching peace. And you're I'm helping people learn how to live the way they want to live, you know? I'm That's a big thing because a lot of people, yourself. one thing that surprised me, I don't know if you find the same, let me know. But like through my times instructing and consulting and helping people, I realized that a lot of people go through life full of fear and they go through life um, very meekly. They're not being themselves because they worry about uh, conflict, they worry about going places. So they'll just avoid stuff outright because they can't risk it and they don't feel empowered enough to do what they think they should do or want to do. Have you seen so, that as well? Well, I'm this next weekend, I am going to Florence, Texas for the Prairie Rank competition. I've never shot competition before. I, I'll, I take that back. I shot it once when I was like 1920 and we shotgun with my dad. I was like, one of a team of four and that was the one and you know one and done this is a handgun competition in florence texas with like olympic shooters jerry mikulik's gonna be there you think i'm gonna be that oh i love jerry i like his daughter too but i love jerry because i've seen him first growing up and stuff but his daughter's cool as fly as shit but that's awesome you see what i'm saying like there's olympic shooters there there's people that they're already on the fourth target when the first one's falling. You know what I mean? It's like, whoop. you know what I mean? It's like a sweet. That's why I always laugh about people say, oh, we got to outlaw, you know, like NFA items and machine guns. Like, have you seen Jerry's finger? With That's a revolver. Y'all tripping. a machine gun. Like, what are you like, talking about? Right? But I didn't, I didn't ask to be there. They messaged me and said, hey, we would like you to compete in this. Would you like to? And invited me. And I'm like, Jerry, Jerry, we should have gonna be there. And you want me to go there? And it's like I'm flattered, but I've never shot competition. I shoot defensive shooting, right? Like my like, I don't shoot for a bullseye. I shoot for arena for you. A kill shot, right? I have five days, six days 
to train for this event for a competition, shooting a gun I've never shot, this gun right here, okay? <laughs> shooting this big ass gun. Is that a SIG? It's the 320 SIG. I, so I don't have any SIGs. <laughs> I don't have any SIGs, but I recently put a, my hands on one of those SIG, like X Legions, uh, whatever. I was like, these guns are fucking amazing. I was like, I might have to get one. <laughs> They're doing a gun porn. They're doing a gun porn there. So I might have to get one of those. Um, Dude, I, so I have the 365XL SIG. I have a SIG 238. I have a SIG 938. I have a lot, a lot of SIGs. Okay. Is it so a SIG event I, or is not? Pardon me? Is the event a SIG event or is not? Well, no. Um, it's a prairie, uh, prairie fire uh, competition. And I'm like, okay. I know I'm not going to beat him, but remember, this isn't a competition with anybody else but myself. This is my opportunity to show up and do something outside of my comfort zone, get uncomfortable and do my best to see what I'm capable of. And it's like, I was talking to one of my greatest and dearest friends the other night and he was like, you have to go. Yeah. I was like, you think that someone's going to invite me somewhere and I'm not going to go? In an opportunity like this, like the people I'm going to meet alone, it's worth being there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Lee, check your ego at the door. I already know I'm not the best, but I also know I'm not the worst. And the fact that I got my ass there and they asked me to be there. It's like, whatever I'm doing, I must be doing it right because thank you for wanting me there. Because if I would have said no, you think they're going to invite me again? Uh-uh. We asked you once, you said no. Uh-uh. So I'm like, I don't give a shit what it costs, what I have to do. I'm going to take my ass there and I'm going to shoot and I'm going to say, you know what? I showed up. I showed well, up. You automatically lose if you don't even show up. You automatically lose if you don't show up. So you at least got to show up because you might win. Exactly. The experience by itself is going to be more than worth it. But I already told myself, whatever I place at, that's where I started. That's where I started. That's the starting line, not the finish line. Next year, there will be a next year. There will be another time. I'll be better. I'll have this knowledge behind me. I'll be more educated. I'll be more experienced. I'll be like, okay, I'll know what to do next time. But I wouldn't know that if I don't go and do this shit, right? And it's like, people are like, like that guy, he said, oh, I could never do that. You're right. (laughs) When people are like, wow, I can't believe you did that. I'll be like, you're right. Because why? You can't conceive it. But I don't give a shit. I can. I can conceive it. So it's like, what's the worst that can happen? I don't win? Okay. What's the best that can happen? I win. I meet all kinds of awesome people. I meet other you, people like and me. And you get a new experience. You get a new I experience. Laugh. I learn something. I become better. I meet other people like me. It's just like that book you were talking about, The Alchemist. It's the journey. Exactly. So it's like, but you've never shot competition? So? I'm going to shoot it five days from now. I'm going to shoot it five days. I can't days. say that after this. <laughs> you so? 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 You didn't even get invited. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is, the only person that would say you suck are those couch commandos. The dudes that are not doing anything. Those are the same dudes in my DMs. They say you shoot too Fat, overweight, hate themselves, living in mama's basement, hating their life, and they're like, 
I don't like your hair. <laughs> as, if, as if that would matter to you at all. Okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> it's the same guy watching the sports saying, oh, he should have done this. Oh, he sucks. No, 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 I was laughing with my brother. I was with my brother. My brother has his friend who is completely unathletic, like doesn't have athletic bone in his body. Type two diabetes. Like, oh, that dude, if you want to be a uh, oh. potato contender. So what he will do is eviscerate UFC champions for like minor things, being like, oh, he should have done this. He should have done that. Like you can't do a push-up, bro. Like one single push-up. Like you're talking about this elite athlete who lost because I, I was like, get the fuck out of here. I was like, what is that? <laughs> you like this. <laughs> Eat his wings. Eat his cheese. His, his mozzarella sticks. Well, all right here on your pants. On your pants, Chris. You're a fucking bum. <laughs> yeah. All Tony Soprano in the last season. Yeah. <laughs> you just look yeah. like you're sweating. Like, like when sweating. I, when, when, when I heard him doing it, I was like, how is this even possible like looking at who you are? Like you realize you're sitting in front of me and you're snoring. Yo, I was like, how is this possible that these words are coming out of your mouth, out of that body? You're too, and you're you're too fat. <laughs> you're too short. You're this. Oh, yeah? Thanks. Uh, thanks, yeah. Okay. All right. All right, buddy. <laughs> hey, buddy. That does big for here's you. Your star. Here's your gold star. Here you go. You're so cute. Here you go. The uh, that's what, all right, number one before. comment that I was told when I started like shopping for guns and doing things after my dad died, I had a guy at a gun store here in Colorado tell me my tits were going to get in the way. Was he, that? Wait, 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 what? Did I have store? He was statistics for like tits getting in the way of defensive gun use. Do they have that statistic? <laughs> you know what my response was? You're the only boob I see here. I like that. That's so classic. get the fuck classic. out of my way. Wow. That's your manager crazy. now because you don't need to be talking about my body or my. I accidentally <laughs> spat in his face as I was talking. I was like, I'm sorry. Sometimes I spit when I chew. Shit. That motherfucker to open his mouth. He'd been like. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> I would have been helping that mofo. He'd have been like. <laughs> He's like, I was waiting I for that. Fits with that girl. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was waiting for. Mm -hmm. Oh man! All right, so so so, tell me about this book, "Women Who Run with Wolves." Tell me about this one. I haven't read this one. Uh, women who want run with wolves. I've had this book for fifteen years. Um, I even have like this is how much of a nerd I am. I have my own sticker. I love the power puffs. I love the power puffs. It's my little power puff person that looks like me. I just spit all over my I'm like We've been on this podcast for a while. We might need to get some more because <laughs> uh, I love this book. Uh a great friend of mine, the same friend who told me, bitch, you better get your ass to that event. It don't matter. If you suck or you win, get your ass there. He gave me this book 15 years ago. And he told me the reason he gave me this book um, is because he has a hard time with women. He does not like women. He is, a, he is my narcissistic, chauvinistic friend who I love more than life itself. But he doesn't understand that he's a narcissist and he's a chauvinist. Because in his mind, he's not. And he's weird. 
well, the thing is, he treats me very well. You know what I mean? But the thing is, he also respects me as a woman. And he doesn't just respect me as a woman, he respects me as a person. So, you know, be patient with people, y'all. Not everybody realizes the error in their way. Some people are blind as hell. You know, be the light, bitches. So he gave me this book because he said that his uh, therapist had given it to him to read about what strong women look like. So he can understand that it's okay to love strong women. It's okay to embrace women that are not the, they're not the pinup. They're not, you know, the Madonna, all these ideologies that we have about women isn't what makes women a women. So what makes women women is their ability to create or destroy, right? And being recognized for for their power. And this book is about basically wild archetypal archetypal women throughout history shown in different forms and ways through stories. So it's a whole bunch of different short stories about myths, mythical and archetypal women throughout history. And it's very beautiful. And it was very empowering for me to read um, a book that I saw reflection in. So it was like, you know, people, what's the, what's the word everybody's talking about right, right now? Representation matters, right? Representation matters. They want to see themselves <laughs> reflected in the matrix, right? This is, fuck the matrix, read a fucking book. You know, like books have been around a long time. Yeah. This is a book that is very empowering as a woman. Like it's really for women who dare to run with the wolves. And that's exactly what I'm doing in this industry. There's a lot of wolves around me that they don't want to see me succeed because they're afraid of me. And that's been made very apparent, but there's also other wolves that want to run with me. So it's okay. It's like you're gonna make your own pact. My teeth are just as sharp, you know. <laughs> my wits are just as quitty, you know. It's like I'm quick with it. Like we're all right. So it's like rather than focus on the barriers, focus on the freedom. Focus on the things that you can build. I'm I'm very. It's very focus very. On important to me focus about on the path you're creating. making, the lane you're creating. You know. Well, what your focus is, whatever you focus on, you, whatever you focus on becomes true. You know, if you say, if you're, if all the words that are coming out of your mouth are negative words, why are you going to sit here and ask me why your life sucks when all you talk about is what you don't have or what you don't want? Like, how are you building a relationship with abundance if everything you say is in scarcity? It's that scarcity mindset. And that comes with being a minority. I mean, I'm not saying white people aren't poor. There's tons of people that have experienced poverty. Poverty is raceless, colorless, genderless, right? Suffering is humanity. It's not opposed to anything. At the same time, I think that growing up, I grew up, I didn't know we were poor. I didn't know the food or, and I, like my mother, when I was with my, my mother's family, we didn't have shit. We were poor. When I was with my fa- my dad's family, I didn't know they had money. I didn't know the difference. All I knew was that's my granny's house, and I like ramen noodles because I think they taste good. So they are delicious. I'm a kid. What the shit? Ramen noodles is quick. It's something I can make. I'm a kid. I don't need to bug anybody. I can go in there. I could boil some water. I could dump a blick in. I could sprinkle some packet like. 
this ain't shit. You know, like this is easy. And when I realized when I grew up and I was in high school, ramen noodles was because people were like, they didn't have shit. They were poor. Like I learned that from my cousins. Like, bitch, we didn't have no money. That's why we had ramen noodles all the time. I was like, really? You're like, what? I thought they were just I that shit because I like it. You know what I mean? I like, like, I thought, like, oh shit. And then I, when I went to my father's side of the family who had money, I was like, these are for poor people. And my grandma's like, where'd you hear that shit? You know, because it's like, you don't know what you don't know. You know what I mean? Like, you don't you got, know. You, and as you get older, you got to unlearn a lot of that shit, yeah. So if you're raised with a scarcity mindset, that's why, you know, people that come from poor communities hold on to shit so dire because they're so afraid to let go because they never had anything. They think they need to grasp onto whatever they have for dear life because they're so afraid of it fleeting them when they don't realize it's holding them back. You want to hold on to ramen noodles because you're like, there's no shame in it that you're missing out on grass-fed Kobe beef, bitch. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> because you're so afraid. It's that fear. It's that control. It's that indoctrination, that, that mindset of thinking. They got that that whole expression. Yeah, they got that whole expression, fear is the mind killer. You know, it, it stops you from being able to think. So it's comfort. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> I like that. Comfort's a mind killer, too. I have a, I have a shirt. I, I don't have it on my website yet, but it just says comfort is a killer of dreams because that's exactly what it is. You need, you need discomfort to be the catalyst for change. But to me, you always have to be a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah, right? you don't, yeah. If you're comfortable, there's no reason to change. There's no reason to go out and venture. There's no reason. You can enjoy the moment. You can make the best out of things. That's the beauty of life, right? Finding beauty in the different, finding beauty in the, in the unusual. You know what I mean? Like, what, what does uh, Kendrick Lamar say? He want to see some stretch marks. You know, show me something different. <laughs> you know? You know? I'll still knock it down. Basically, like I'll still knock it down. Show me some you stretch know, marks. He got, he got flack for that. People are like, oh, what are you doing? Like, yo, that's crazy that he say he wanted natural women. And people are angry about that. Like, I, the you world know? is so crazy. The world is so crazy. You want, uh, but I think it's also interesting that you got that book, uh, "Women Who Run with Wolves," from a guy. I think that's very cool and powerful. I'm telling you, I've, I've been enriched. I think that's why I'm so comfortable in my femininity is because I've been surrounded in masculine gentleness my whole life. Like I say this all the time that, especially with this whole like me too movement and the, like the feminine movement and you know, all this shit is I am not a feminist. People think I'm a feminist. I'm like, I'm not a feminist. I do not believe men and women are equal. Do I think in, e do I believe in equal pay and all that shit? That's humanity. That's not the sexes. I realize sometimes it is because you're a woman. I've had a lot of things be treated a certain way because I'm a woman, but I do not think men and women are equal. I think women are far superior to men. Like, let's just, let's just get it out of there. Like, like, no. like okay, we, okay. But to me, it's like, I love my femininity, but the biggest feminist in the world is a masculine man because a masculine man recognizes the power, the preciousness and the sanctity and beauty of a woman and does everything in his power to protect it. Yeah, I see. You're all right. That's, that's all we needed for the podcast right there. That's all we needed. You know what I mean? Like, 
he, you know what I mean? he's the protector not saying that's his only role or women aren't protectors i'm a protector there's nothing more fierce than a woman or a or a, a female protecting her family there's nothing more fierce than a warrior woman like mm -hmm. yeah so, you know what I mean? like, that's what it's about i love that it is so beautiful um one thing i noticed like with martial arts and stuff like that like as i learned more martial arts and i learned I seen, I experienced myself and saw firsthand, like by hitting people and being hit myself, what violence was. It made me that much more appreciative of nonviolence, you know? Same thing with like femininity and masculinity. Like once I had children, I understood the, the necessity to emotionally connect and empathize and protect and stuff more, which made me a better protector and made me more secure in different aspects of my masculinity. So I couldn't get but so far in my masculine without embracing my feminine. And I couldn't get so far in violence. Attracting. Yeah. And me. I couldn't get so far in my violence without embracing my nonviolence. Because mm -hmm. it's not sustainable to be like, I'm gonna break everybody's bones. I'm gonna knock everybody out. I'm gonna choke this motherfucker. Like that, that I turned into a sociopath doing that shit. Very, very understanding. Yeah. But it makes you understand it. Like, yo, I didn't like when you hit me like that. That shit hurt. Like, <laughs> oh, I don't like being groggy. Oh, mm -hmm. why am I blood in my mouth? Like, all right, all right. This is what happens now, when I hit people. Like now, like I, I can turn the other cheek 99% of the time. You draw blood, we gonna have a problem. Like, or if you try to hurt someone I'm protecting. Like, I'll let you do all sorts of stuff to me. But yes. once you're endangering someone else, like an innocent, like, oh, I'm sorry. You just become an obstacle to be removed at this point. Like I just gotta I remove you. I appreciate that. Like I, yeah. I don't have kids. I've never had kids. I'll never be a mother in that aspect. Maybe when I'm, you know, retired, I should all adopt some ugly kids that nobody wanted that are old. <laughs> like, ugly Baby's kids. Baby's kids. I want kids nobody wanted. Like, come on. You know, let's let me give you some love. They're going to they have personality. They're going to have personality. They're going to have history. They're going to have heart. So people don't get It's like, kids got heart. You know what I mean? Like, don't overlook them. They got hard. like struggle makes diamonds. Stones. Like it, it builds character. That old question. It builds my, character. My teacher, who I work with, so what I'm doing in Colorado is I have three endeavors that I'm really uh, pursuing right now, very, very deeply. I have um, my institute of teaching, the highest caliber. I work with three, kind of four other people. Um, one is my very a very good friend, Crystal. Crystal the Pistol on Instagram. You can find her. That's a great name. Uh, she's the greatest. She's my polar opposite. She's like 5'11", like blonde rocker chick with tattoos. She's <laughs> hilarious. She's got a great personality, you know. And my two other guys that I work with, uh, Mick and Dean, uh, one is a Navy SEAL, former SWAT. They're both military. SWAT, they're awesome guys. But it's not that, um, you know, do it the cops way. No, we, we train all from drawing from concealment, all in real world situations with this, your gun and your mag, you're gonna wear the clothes that you normally wear, not battle belts, not war belts. We're, we're training for real life. We're training for what's actually gonna happen. And, you know, I have this, you know, prairie rank, you know, tournament in a week, you know, like I'll be doing this literally a week from now, something I've never done before. So I, I'm like, hey, mofo, they invited me to this shit. I gotta show up and I, I gotta at least show up. So. I'll, he's like, I'll see you at the range today. Let's, let's do this. Right. I get there. And he looked at me and he's like, 
get out of your head, stay in the fight, do your best. You're the stone on Michelangelo. You're already David, whether you're formed or unformed. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're already the masterpiece. <clears throat> All you got to do is polish it. And for ha to have an instructor, like this man is my peer, but he is so much more better at this than I am. Not saying I'm not good at what I do, but he, this is his life. There's things that I do that he's not good at. That's why we make such a great team. And it's like for him to come at me in a building aspect, like, don't you forget who you are. Formed or unformed, polished or unpolished, you are still a diamond. You are still priceless. Go get your polish on. That's yeah. funny because that's 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 the understanding and emotional connection with people who could associate with feminine energy, but he's a fucking SWAT Navy SEAL military dude. That's beautiful. He's also a very he's a protector, you know. So uh when when I won the rifle at Katie's train and learn, it came with a case from Carolina Custom Foam. Shout out to Peter. <laughs> and the inside of the case says protector across it. And that shit was like boom, like I got hit by a freight train. And I told Pete, I said, I want to put that on a shirt on one of my merch. He's like, go ahead. It's yours now, you know? So I have, I literally print shirts that say protector just as it is in my case, because I did that after the whole Uvalde thing. Once I saw that there was people in this earth that took a vow of protector to innocence, there is nothing more pure on this earth than the innocence of a child. And they were allowed to stand in the face of evil for them. And you stood around and did nothing. Did you read my blog post about that? I got all sorts of information on it. I'll share it with you. It's crazy. It, that shit is horrible, though. And, you know and, what I mean? and that makes me like, if as a parent, as a, a concerned member of a community, how could you not want to go out and train how did you not have went in there and yes. those were my kids do you see it, it, it was it was it was sickening and like the thing is like it's not an isolated incident necessarily am i like growing up in philly and stuff I kids every day yeah every it's not an isolated incident where like people have this assumption that they think law enforcement will save them and law enforcement will do what they want to do be that them if they show you. up yeah if they show up be that them saving you be them brutalizing you when you call them that's happened where people call them and say, hey, there's an active shooter. They'll shoot you and then, like, go arrest the, arrest the other dude. Again. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, it, it, it made me sick to my stomach because, like, a lot of times it's easy to jump on the police, which a lot of people do. And I waited a whole month for all the information to come out, for all the reports to come out from the state, the federal. And after a month, I was like, yo, this shit really went down this way. And, like, I found videos of parents wrestling and fighting with the cops. Did you hear about the one mother that drove from... Uh, an hour away to get her children. I was like, I love that woman. She got arrested, uh, got out of her handcuffs, and then went and got her children. I was like, I love that mom. And the fact that she's able to do that during the active shooter before it's even, that's crazy. How do you drive an hour to get your children and they still haven't taken care of that? Like, it, it blew my mind. Are a protector. Yeah. Because you took that vow and you held yourself to that standard. That's one thing that blows my mind about modern society is people, the four agreements, no integrity with their word, right? To me, it's like you have to be unshakable 
with your word. Integrity to me is everything. If you step to me and you have no integrity, I don't give a shit how much money you have, what you throw at me, if you fine as hell. Well, that, remember that expression, word is bond? Oh, he, I, yeah, you know, it cracks me up. My best friend, Tracy, for the longest time, she thought it was word is born. <laughs> you know, just be like, word is born. Word is born, like, Word is born. It's born. <laughs> so like, even when I see her, don't ever, don't ever let me meet Tracy. I'm on clown for that. I'm on laugh. You know what? I should print a shirt that says that and give it to her. She's like, word is born. Word is born. Word is born, baby. Word is born. That's the house I painted too. But it's so true. So like, that goes back to like, even with the Ubaldi thing, we were talking about masculinity and femininity. There's a lack of masculinity in that household. Because he well, asked the reason is that's what they do to to communities, right? That's what they do to minority communities. They remove the fathers in the system. Yeah, and they, they remove the fathers that are designed to affect poor people. Don't get it twisted, because if they can't pay their fines, what happens? Yeah, they go to prison. They go to jail. Rack up more fines until you can't pay anything. So what do they do? They take away your rights. Who gets affected by that? Poor people. Who are normally poor people? minorities right so now what happens now you're living in a broken home right now the government's in your home telling you how you can behave where you can and cannot do how you have to eat sleep shit because now you're on uas now you have to meet with probation officers that costs money yeah now you have to go to court now you got to pay court costs but you can't keep taking off work right it's like it's it's the system is designed purposely for you to fail yeah and to fuck you up in the process. Make you a product of the system. Because yeah. now the government's in your home. So now you're in a broken home. Now you're raised with a single parent. Sometimes it's only a man. Sometimes it's only a woman. And what happens when someone is hypersexualized, right? An abundance of anything means a lack of something else. Yeah. Right? Too much of anything means you're pulling resources from empty places now. It's imbalance. It's it's all off, right? It's all out of whack. So it's like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Now you have a child who hates her dad because her mom talks horrible about her because the dad is never there because he can't be because he made a mistake, right? Because what happens? People make mistakes. We're human, yeah. right? He made a mistake. Somebody said it was against the law. Now he doesn't have enough money to fix his mistake. So now he no longer can be in the home. So now you have a woman who's raising another woman. She's broken. So she's teaching her daughter how to be broken. She's raising her to think masculinity is bad or men are bad because she doesn't have that presence in her home. It's all the way bad. But this is a, this is a system. Yep. You know, what I mean? like what people don't understand, like these things are designed this way purposely to keep you broken, to keep yep. you in the hood, to keep you ignorant. And from teaching yourself. And so that's the whole point of why I do what I do. Cause it's like, I'm going to teach you how to love yourself. And if I have to do it with a knife, if I had to do it with a gun, I'm going to do it or with a book <laughs> or with your words. You know what I mean? Like people tell me all the time, you must have a hard time dating. Nobody wants you. I'm like, bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> Strong men aren't afraid of me. They're not. Aren't afraid of me. Nope. Other women who are confident in their femininity, they look at me and they're like, I need that bitch on my team. 
So it's like, how are your perspective is already negative. That's that scarcity mindset again, right? That you don't have anything. So hold on to it with their life. Instead of thinking with that abundance mindset, like I can have whatever I want. I can walk my ass over there and go get it. You don't have a car? Walk. Yeah. I mean, opportunity and knocking, build a door. <laughs> you got to have a door for it to knock one, right? <laughs> you see what, what I'm is saying? This is opportunities where uh, preparation meets uh, something or other, was it? Preparation meets something. But you got to be ready for it. What do you say? It, you said opportunity is what? Preparation meets what? I can't remember what it is. Probably. Got, I don't know. Something like that. To me, I think... I think that you create everything that happens to you in your life. And when you tell people that are victims that statement, they do not like it. When I tell somebody you're responsible for that, I didn't make him treat me like shit. I didn't make him do this shit. I didn't make him do this shit. You know what you did though? You made yourself think that you're worth it. So you stayed after the first time you did that shit. You allowed it, yep. Mm-hmm. You made yourself think he ain't going to change. You made yourself stick around. You made yourself think that your self-worth is, isn't as important as someone paying the rent for you. That you can't get up off your ass and go make some money so you can leave that shit. Real talk, you better watch out now. You better watch out. Don't give me that victim shit. I didn't make him hurt me. No, you didn't. But you did allow it after you stayed and you didn't fight back. Once someone shows you who they are, trust them. Let them show you who the fuck they are and act accordingly. Someone mm-hmm. says, oh, I met Alicia. She's a bitch. You probably deserve the bitch me. <laughs> Some, oh, I love Alicia. She's a good person. You probably deserved my good person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Trust yeah. people love to show you who they are. I love and it. I love it. I love it. Uh, so, all right, so you got the event coming up in a week. Uh, you got to update us and um, let us know what's happening. Do you have any events? Uh, what was the name of the group you worked with with the, uh, the, the two people locally, the, the military? Oh, I, have, I have my own business. I have, uh, I'll break it down. So I have me. Uh, I'm the boomstick babe. That name comes from my dad. My dad used to call me that when we said, he's like, where's my little boomstick baby? My dad. <laughs> so, like, Look at what I got, damn boomstick. You know, all cute and shit. So I'm like, that's an that's annoying thing, you know, that's from so my dad. Cute. So, that that's so that um, I have me. So I'm a second amendment activist. I do my best to organize people by teaching them concealed carry, self-defense, situational awareness, de-escalation, breathing techniques, self-love, just everything that comes with self-empowerment and self-love. It's a little, was it holistic? Holistic. Yes, I am definitely a hippie ass bitch. I am all about the earth. I'm all, I'm like, I am 100% old, altered, organic ass human bitch right here. And I love that shit. Yes. I'm like, that, that is all me, all in my brujeria and all that shit. So I have me and I do a lot of travel. I do a lot of training. Um, I don't really know what's going on lately. I've been, a, people must like me because I've been invited to a lot of events. I'll be at the USCCA conference. Uh, in November in Texas to go to the USCCA conference just to basically, you know, get up on, on what's going on. It's more less less of range time, more of activism, enriching, taking class, listening to other people uh, give me their knowledge base. And, Is that the one you told me about? Uh, no, that's the USCCA conference. So that's more of like classroom stuff, you know, listening to people speak, 
you know, more on the intellectual and activism and the education aspect of it. I'm also going before that to guns and boxing in uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina. That is being put on by Roy Jones Jr. and his dad. They have a whole Instagram page. It's like guns and boxing. You'll find them, find them or search Roy Jones Jr. You'll find them. But they, I, I have no idea why they think I'm cool, but they reached out to me and said, hey, we'd love for you to come to this event. And we want to put you on our flyer also. And I was like, hot I'm all be there. You know, like you could always lure me with gunpowder and, you know, a day on the range. I'm like, hey, free guns. <laughs> I'll be there. Um, so they invited me to do that. So I'll be there. I think it's November 5th in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Uh, USCCA, I believe, is November, I want to say, like, 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th, around that time. You have a busy month coming up. And then before that, at the end of October, I will be at the Prairie Fire Rank in Florence, Texas for the uh, making a ass-ass attempt at competition. You're going to do it. You're going to be surprised. So I will be at that as well. So I was invited to that. So I'm going to go do that. But I also have a nonprofit and an uh, institution of education and learning here in Colorado called the highest caliber. This is, uh, we're probably going to, it's been, it's a soft launch now. Reach out if you need concealed carry instruction, you want self-defense, you want uh, fighting with knives, you want de-escalation, you want situational awareness. We got all those classes. It's not just guns. Um, we do that. And I have a team here, Crystal, Mick, and Dean, who are here to help assist with that. I train, they train, we all train. And we are a team, the highest caliber here. So we have classrooms here. We have a classroom north. We have a classroom south. Get at me. We do this 24-7. You have an issue that you can't take class, we will come to your house or you can give me this in one of our classrooms. I will give you an individual class. If you want to attend a class, we will have classes online here soon um, to go ahead and start booking that out. But this is a movement. This is about helping people learn that they're important. And you know, that's it's very important to me because I wanna enrich my community. Like it's very, very important for me to show the people that I grew up with and the people around me that their lives are worth protecting and their lives are worth fighting for and they're valuable. And to take ownership of their own responsibility of staying alive, like you are your own first responder. It's okay. These are your rights. These are civil rights. These, this isn't- Those are human rights. Republican, you know, ways- Those are human rights, yeah. These human rights and these are you have the 100 percent right to stay alive and, ha and and be guaranteed safe in your own home and be guaranteed safe when you're with your children be guaranteed safe wherever you go your your right to stay alive doesn't stop because you're not at home your right to stay alive is everywhere and it's a human right so it's like you're, we're all humans so how can i help you learn to love yourself enough to practice protecting yourself and practice your skill set and just you know, be more aware, whether that be, if you're not comfortable with guns, let's put a knife in your hand and let's get you a, you know, a, a training knife and see how comfortable you all are wearing that shit around the house. Knives are tools. I, I cut some fried pickles today at the restaurant with my knife. So it's like, you know, not, these are tools. These aren't just weapons. They are tools. So you know, someone ties you up, you got a knife, you know, someone, you can't, you know, cut your meat and potatoes. Guess what? You got a knife. You're fishing you got a knife. Like there's much more to this. Like people are into guns for just more than just shooting a person. 
people collect guns. They're it's they teach you about history. They're they you they shoot for sport. They hunt. They're, you can feed your family. I'm like this is a skill set. So let's just change the narrative about teaching people how to look at guns as tools of freedom rather than being a victim of mind control. You know. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Alicia. Um, I thank you. I'm gonna come see you. Let me know. Um, I'm actually planning to come up to Colorado. I gotta connect up with Anubis. We're gonna be doing some stuff coming up. Um, if Anubis and mine there. I'll let you know. Um, because we're we're working on some stuff. Um, he and I are developing a. <laughs> he and I are collabing on a curriculum. Cool. I'll let you know once we're launching it and see how we can uh, collaborate. Uh, but like I said, when he and I spoke, we had a lot of parallels on stuff and i just like yeah we need to get this done he's a beautiful uh, spiritual man he is a protector he's a wonderful father he's a great husband he is a martial arts person he's a spiritual guru like like me and him we could talk about spirituality all day because i mean like i said i'm a spiritual powerhouse and i'm all about being in alignment with my highest self and that's exactly what this work is like this is my calling this is your calling. That's his calling is to make the world a better place for the children of the world. It really is. I'm going to get all my Jackson on your ass, but I did martial arts for years and I remember like doing like free martial arts classes and I had one of my students got jumped by four guys and I didn't notice he was in class the next day. He had a mouse under his eye and I was like, what happened? And I always say, like, as you said, like with the firearm, uh, going physical is the last resort. So he mm -hmm. used all the stuff. Like he's on a bus. These dudes were like, I, you know, mad dogging him. He got off a bus stop early to try to yeah, try to, you know, get away from him. And then like when they showed up, they got off. He saw they had double backed around trying to pick a fight with him. He tried to de-escalate. He said he didn't want any problems. So he tried to do all the stuff. And then like he said, one of the dudes hit him. And he remembers like, oh. Mr. Arnold hits way harder than this. He's like, oh, this is going to be light work. <laughs> and like, he trashed him. And I was like, I love this dude because he's 15 at the time. He fought, uh, he said they had to be at least in their 20s. I was like, I love that he fought four dudes in their 20s. Didn't bitch or complain about it. It was in class the next day. I was like, yeah, I got to do this like life as my life. I got to teach people. How and he, like, he's just like, yeah, if that wasn't in your class. Dog in the fight. It's about the fight. Fight in the dog, You know how many fights? People have picked on me my well, they only think, yeah, the small person they're easy pickings. They think that all the time. I rather fight a big person than a small person because a big person is used to getting away with their height and looking intimidating. Whereas a small person usually is used to scrapping because people pick on them all the time. I don't want to do that shit. We all went out um uh, not too long ago. It was uh for the solutionary summit. It was like me and like all my wasn't boys. Wasn't that in Miami? Huh? Wasn't that in Miami? Yeah. It was uh we went out one night, it was like um me and all, you know, me and all, all the guys, you know, they're all big, beautiful, strong, you know, healthy, beautiful men. And everybody's, you know, just chilling. And they said something, they're like, oh, I wouldn't want to pick a fight with you. And I, and it was like, it, he said that like to Ken, like Ken Scott, who was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's the kindest, yeah. kindest, most gentle, big. I love Ken. He makes you laugh and smile all the he's time. Like, he's like, I don't worry about her. <laughs> don't worry about me. You need to worry about her. Like she's the one out of all of us. It's like that bra is the one. Like yeah. if anybody's gonna have to get it, 
That bitch gonna get it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So I really appreciate you coming on and sharing time with us. Uh, we're gonna have to do it again. Um, Thank you for having me. see after you do your your events, do your traveling and stuff, and then uh, certainly let me know as you launch stuff because you're working on the highest caliber. Yeah. I, um, there's, a, I want people to understand, like, if you, if you're in Colorado, the training that we do is by, I, I've trained with a lot of amazing people, but I've really struggled for years to find adequate, respectful, like quality training in Colorado. I wouldn't put my name on some shit if this wasn't the shit. Like we do drills that are like, for example, we'll be in a classroom. You don't know what situation you're going to walk into one of our instructors will come and get you blindfold you walk you out you we're, we're using you know airsofts you're gonna pull triggers you're gonna shoot triggers you're gonna get hit by an airsoft or you're gonna shoot somebody with an airsoft and anubis does this too like he's part of this you know he's he's in that circle of protection but it's like you're gonna walk into a scenario where people are trying to rob you or it's a home invasion or you're being attacked and you're gonna have to feel that stress like it's going to be stressful. It's not going to be comfortable. We don't stand around and punch holes in paper. You we need to have that stress. And I want your emotional fitness. Absolutely. And it's like, I want people to be comfortable in training in what's conducive to their life. And that's exactly what we're about. It's all, you know, from concealment. Yeah, we do, you know, some tactical stuff, but you know, that's advanced stuff or when you're ready to do that and those types of things. I mean, I'm not the coolest either. I mean, I make mistakes all the time. I'm not the best. So it's like, you got to uh, keep, you got to keep. You're pretty cool. You're pretty cool. <laughs> so good, good luck with everything. Smash, be you, as you know, following in with, with the journey. Don't ever doubt yourself. There's no reason for that. That's foolishness. Likewise, yeah. And, yeah. You know, sprinkle me some luck. Hopefully that, I show oh, you up. Got it. You got it. I'm, 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 I'm going uh, to look out the window and find a star, but like, oh, that's the star for her competition coming up. I'm going to put good energy towards it. They're like, eh, you're, you're out. Disqualified. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not, not my fault. Not my fault. Not my fault. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. What is out? I do it again. I do it again. Oh, you got to figure out when you're coming out to uh, Philly this way, too. I want to come back out to Philly. I really liked it out there. I actually want to come check you out, see you. Um, uh, defensive unicorns she's out there i really like her yeah, so her and uh byron they're back and forth between here and philly so if you want to come out we can maybe set up something where we're all collabing on an event or just hanging I out love to. i would love to i do want to go and see the solutionary uh summit institution right, yeah, we can do that um it's, it's around the way they have all sorts of cool events um that are happening there uh so it could be a whole, it could be a whole thing for a couple of days you come see some stuff do some stuff because uh, my, yeah, my ass. take me on the range and make me make me do some shit all right, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, well, good luck with everything. Take care of yourself. Thank you for coming on. And uh, I'll be talking to you soon, all right? All right, bro. All right, take care. Love you. Bye-bye. Peace out, bro. Peace. How do I just hit the leave? I'm going to hit it. I'm going to hit it. I'm leaving. I'm leaving.